my shorts. So of course your host, Dave Lee, and this is episode number 44, 44 eps. I don't know what the bingo number is. Bingo, I don't know what the bingo call is for 44. No idea. Hey, uh, the podcast goes out every single Monday. Does it? Yeah. Good. All the major, all the podcast platforms, big and small, it's on there. That includes... Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, and Audible. The visual element is also available on YouTube. Uh, you can get that on the Monday, or if you're a patron supporter, you can get that with two-day early access on the Saturday. So you can head over to patreon.com forward slash Dave Lee down under if you'd like that early access for as little as a dollar a month. Cheap, cheap, cheap. $1, $10, $5, $20, whatever you want to give. Go over there and just bloody do it, man. Or gal, you can um, you can find uh, the videos now on, on a separate channel, the Daily Down to Podcast channel. So you can head over there and check them out. If you're on there and you're watching, thank you very much. Hit the subscribe button, get all the views up. We're nearly there to getting that channel monetized, which will be beautiful. Uh, you can of course find me on my usual U- the the regular YouTube channel, which is the, just the Daily Down the channel. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, Letterboxed. There's the links. Down the bottom of every single pod. Down the bottom. Yeah. Where? Down in the down the bottom of the pod. Yeah, in the bottom. Well, if you're listening, just get on your app. Oh no! If you're watching, it's down here. If you're watching, it's down there. If you're listening, it's in the app. That whatever app you're using, it's right there. Uh, If you want to write in the show, you can send an email to DaveLeePod at gmail.com. And if you're listening on the podcast platforms, please leave a review and a rating. Only it really helps. Only good ones. Hey, we forgot to clink the glasses today. Oh, we got to we got to get a sound ready. Clink. Well, it was pretty awful, but there you pretty go. Shit is. Hey, we really beat the music this week by about a minute. Droopy draws. What? Droopy draws. What the hell is that? Forty-four. In bingo. Oh. So when they call it out, they go, Droopy Draws 44. Don't even, that's stupid. Well, that's what it is. Droopy Draws, what's that even meant to mean? Oh, it just says, rhythm that refers to sagging trousers. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, you should say something else. Yeah, I bet. 88. Two fat ladies. Two fat ladies. Can you say that anymore? Is that uh, (laughs) non-PC these days? You're saying two fat ladies, 88. Yeah, true. Hmm. Good on them. We got 12 seconds left of the Up tune. Up the trick, 66. Yeah. Should I just let the tune play out? Well, we got five seconds left now. You ready? Oh, there you go. Did you miss it? Yep. The rhythm's uh, out. Hey, we, you can pro if you're listening, if, you, if you're watching, you know what's going on. If you're just listening, you're probably thinking, oh, no, the sound's a bit muffled again. The muffled sound. What's again. going on? Don't worry, it's not your ears. We're just wearing masks again. Yep. We're back in lockdown in again. Melbourne. One week on, one week off. Congratulations, Melbourne. Well yep. done. 
It was more like three weeks. Oh, one week off. Oh, what was that? <laughs> that <laughs> well, that's pretty apt. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Press the wrong button. Oh, Lord. Oh, well. So we're back in lockdown again. You get the mask off because it's... Fogging up my glasses. Get that out of here. Hang on. I know, and it's just... I'm out of breath already. Doing that intro with the mask on is... Oh, disaster. Oh, all righty. So, have I got these on the right, around the right way? I, I don't know. So. I don't know. No, Maybe. No. Didn't think you do. Did. I do? Yeah, I do. That's a bit better. I don't know. Whatever. So yeah, we are back down here. We're in. You ba- got them on wrong now. I do have them on wrong. That's what yeah. I said. You told me to turn around when I put them on, and I, did, there, I go, did. there we go. Anyway, so we're back. Two weeks ago, if you've been listening, of course, we went into lockdown here in Melbourne. There's a whole big thing. Uh. I oh, know it was a few weeks back, actually, because it, cause it got extended, didn't it, by another week. Yeah, that's right. And then last week, yay, we're back out of lockdown again. And then last night, uh, well, yesterday afternoon, probably around 3 or 4 o'clock, it was like, oh, we go, snap lockdown from tonight, 8 p.m. Because we had a few days where there was like none or just a few cases um, in Melbourne. Meanwhile. Well, a couple of days ago, there was none. That's what I mean. Yeah. None or a few yeah. cases. Yesterday morning, there were a few. And then by the afternoon, there were more. They were like, no, we have to lock down straight away and get to it. Mm-hmm. So we're in lockdown number six in Melbourne. They say in a week, but as the history has told us, more than likely it's going to be at least two. Well, there was only four today, I think, four cases today. Yeah, something like that. And they were all in isolation and related. Well, I don't know if they said isolation, but they said they're linked. That's all I've heard is that oh, they're I linked. Thought they were, I thought they were already in isolation. I don't think so. That's why they've locked us down. Because yesterday afternoon, all these new cases started emerging. None of them were in lockdown. Yeah, there, we were mystery, anyway. there were mystery cases the mystery involved ones. those. That's the reason. Which That's is great. Reason. So apparently the health team was like, no, you need to lock down right now or else we're going to be in the shit for a lot longer. But yeah. at this point, I think it's more or less just them just trying to trying to make a point to Sydney because I've been yeah, ragging on. I don't know. They've got a stand. Yeah, but this is that's what I mean. Is this is the quickest yeah, they've exactly gone? Now, right. like bang. Yep. Where in in the past they would wait a little bit, but yeah, because the the big thing about Sydney now is it's exploded over there. It's like mm. nearly like nearly three hundred cases a day over there at the moment. Yeah, two hundred fifty ish. What was today? Did I? Don't know. Didn't see today's numbers. Um, but um, the big thing's always been oh Sydney didn't lock down quick enough. See, we've been telling you this whole time, you've got to lock down straight away, and now I think they've gone, oh, fuck, we better do it, yeah, or else exactly. we'll, uh, we'll get into shit with them. Oh, you were telling us we should have locked down quick, and you didn't. Yeah, the problem is some of those cases came, came into, Vic- well, yeah, into Melbourne come on a from plane Sydney. from Sydney. Like, yeah, I just don't get how that's even happening. It's supposed well, to be some like super locked, super locked borders. Uh, there's always a way. There's always a way. It's maddening. Like I said last time, it was like the fifth one was just like, oh, it's enough now. I've had enough. And this one is just like, far out. So over it. Fucking out. Of course, there's a massive protest in the city last night. Thousands of people. Yeah. Fucking more. It's those morons that'll, that'll keep us in bloody lockdown a lot I longer. know. It's a disaster, man. 291. 291. Fucking hell. Yep. Six deaths or something? Was there uh, six deaths or four deaths or something yesterday? It's like the deadliest day of the uh, since the beginning of the pandemic. Didn't hear that. Yeah, it was on the news when we were having lunch, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And you were like, "You didn't react, so I knew you weren't 
Oh, I was attention. working, so. Let's have a look. No, today. Today, as in Friday, we record on the Friday. Obviously, this goes out on the Monday. I'm sure I'm sure it was, like, it was a few deaths, and it was the deadliest day of the pandemic. Anyway. 171 of those cases are un- still under investigation. In Sydney? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean. From yesterday. Deadliest day, pandemic. I don't know. I can't remember the exact stats, but there was quite a few deaths. And unfortunately, they were saying, yeah, deadliest day well, of the pandemic. Well, to some countries. Well, in, as in Australia. Yeah, exactly right. Um, but yeah, but they were saying yesterday, what was it, 10,000? They, they figured once they got through everything, there was going to be like 10,000 primary close contacts. contacts yeah. Fucking hell. So they were like, bang! So anyway, um, we have had another screening cancelled yep. as a result of this. We were going to but see. we got one in though. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah, but we were this week. We we're going to say we we're going to see Free Guy yeah. on Tuesday night. Bugger. The new one with Ryan Reynolds. I was looking forward Ryan to that. Reynolds. Ryan yeah. Reynolds. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of disease. <laughs> the Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, we we're going to see that on Tuesday night, um, and uh, unfortunately, um, yeah, it's been cancelled. Cancelled. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get a screen or anything. I've put in the, put out the feelers put a request out to Team Disney, mm. and uh, we we'll just wait to hear back. And hopefully we'll get they're pretty good with that. Hopefully stuff. Get, they usually are. So hopefully hopefully we'll get one. And I can just re- long, just keep it. an eye on your screen wrap this time. Oh yeah, and like last time <laughs> when they I, the Jungle Cruise must have been on there like at least three or four days, uh, and I saw it the night before. Lucky, so I, just, I will I will be checking constantly. Constantly. But, of course, we did get to our Jungle Cruise screening. Yes. Um, and we got to the Suicide Squad during the week. Yeah. Which was great. So was good. Thank God we got yeah. to see both of them on the big screen yeah, at least. Good. We'll talk about uh, Suicide Squad a little bit a little bit after, later in the show. It's a big show today. Big There's heaps show. of shit to talk about. So we're going to like try and get through it straight away. But before we do, I do want to speak about Jungle Cruise. I want to give a quick update now, if you've been following us over the last few weeks, there's been a big, obviously, we went into, but before lockdown, they announced the Jungle Cruise screening, and um, they had like, a, I tell you what, we'll play a little package of, uh, of clips from the, the past couple of weeks, and get you up to date on the, on the Jungle Cruise situation, where I had to buy a shirt, <laughs> and uh, anyway, have a, have a, have a listen to funny. this. Uh, oh but God. then the following week... Um, is the one that I've been waiting for for fucking three years. Yep. Jungle Cruise. Man. <laughs> God, I hope they Jungle I Cruise. Hope they don't shut that No. Down. If you've been listening, you know how much I'm looking forward to fucking Jungle Cruise. Yep. And have been for three years. And God damn it, it'll be my luck if they're like, no, you're still in lockdown. We have to cancel Jungle Cruise. I'll be pissed off. And you even bought a special shirt and everything. I got forward, a special shirt. Yeah, <laughs> Yes, because they're doing the special the special event screening thing, and it's like a like jungle chic theme. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna buy like a like a ten dollar jungle shirt from Cotton On." <laughs> <laughs> so I got that, but I, I chose store pickup as well. Oh, that's right. So even if we do open, I might, uh, who knows? It might not wind up at the store or the Jungle Cruise event, oh, which is the one I was like, please yeah. don't cancel Jungle Cruise on me. Of course, I I did have to postpone the event to this Thursday. We'll see if we even get to it. Anyway, exactly. who knows? Yeah. We, we might be. And of course, extended. you bought a shirt and everything for yeah, the well, event. We said that last week. Yeah, yeah. bought my Jungle shirt. Yeah. 
So I'm waiting to, to get the text to say, come and pick it up after you pick it up. And hopefully I can wear it to the event on Thursday. And like, now I need to get my shirt from Cotton On. So I'm like trying to ring him. And I got through to him like yesterday morning, the morning of the screen. I was like, do you have my order? And they're like, no, sorry. Mm. I got a text message like about <laughs> half an hour before we came on to record today. <laughs> Hi, Dave, your order's in. I'll <laughs> uh, tell you. Only a day late. I know. No, bad timing. Such bad timing. Uh, That's funny. So I didn't get my jungle shirt. Like it wasn't a $70 shirt. I know. I know. (laughs) All right. So there you go. They announced it. There's a dress code. I had to get a shirt. And then I wasn't. Anyway, I got the shirt after the screening in the end. Um, And I'm going to reveal it. So if you're listening out there. You don't get the full experience, so head over to YouTube and check out the video. But I'll do my best to do an auditory description. Mm. Um, but for those out there watching, you get the full experience. We're going to reveal the um, the Jungle Cruise shirt that I got uh, from from Cotton On. I'll, I'll, I'll play some uh, some music oh, while we get this going. Oh, sorry. Hit you there. I'm going to reveal the Jungle Cruise shirt. You ready? Here we go. Dave, Dave Lee unzips his jacket. And opens it up to reveal the Jungle Shirt that was ordered online as part of the Jungle Cruise premiere screening. It is right there. It is a it's a Hawaiian shirt. And it's a horrible, horrible fucking shirt. <laughs> it's orange. It's green. It's yellow. It's got flowers on it. It's got black and white bits on it. It's got this horrible like little picture there, and it's terrible. It's awful. There you go. There's your little auditory description. Now, cut it out. The plot thickens. (laughs) (laughs) The plot thickens. This is not the shirt I ordered. Yep. This is not what I ordered. This arrived. I went and I picked it up in store. And uh, the lady behind the counter, lovely lady, was was like, can I open up your order and I'll just show you what you got. Just make sure because I got that. I got like a hat. I got some other junk as well. And I looked at it and I th- it was just something that I was like, I don't think that's, I was thinking it looks a bit different, but I had looked at numerous like Hawaiian shirts and stuff online. And yeah. I had looked at like a, like a brown one, a yellow one. Um, and I thought, well, maybe it's it. Maybe that's the one I ended up buying. I couldn't remember. I was like, yeah, that's it. And I got it home. And I was like, hang on, this isn't it. This isn't the shirt. I opened it up. I put up, I put, put a picture up on the screen um, for those watching, I'll have it on Instagram as well for those who are listening if you just want to check that out or head over to YouTube and check the video out uh, to see the one I ordered. Um, now, I don't think... It, Which is much better than that it's one. It's much better. It was a nice blue one. It's a nice blue one with some flat... It was still a, like a horrible Hawaiian shirt, no, but it was yeah. nice. It was like a blue one. It had like these Hawaiian ladies on it and like leaves and stuff. So, it was a nice shirt. Like it would have been, would have been a nice yeah. shirt. I probably would have worn it in summertime or something. Um, so that's what I ordered. But the funny thing is, I thought at first I thought maybe they've just sent the wrong Hawaiian shirt. But the weird thing is the tag, which is still on here, by the way, because I don't know what I'm going to do with this. <laughs> um, the tag has the right barcode. Yep, and and description. And, and description title, mm. everything is exactly the same as the website. I thought, fuck, maybe they put the wrong tag on the on the shirt. Yeah. So I looked at the bag that it came in. They sent it in like a little bag which had a barcode sticker on it as well. Mm-hmm. Same thing, right barcode, right name. So I think what's happened is maybe the website has the wrong picture up. 
Oh, maybe, yeah. Or some of their items, there's like four or five, which is like it might be the exact same shirt, but it has a different pattern on it. Yeah. Um, and you can go to the shirt and then you can select which, select the which, colorway. which, which style or which colorway yeah. you want. Um, so it's possible that they were both a separate colorway of the same item. Yeah. So the colorway, the color or the style variant of this that's on is correct on the on the label on the logo on the website. So I've probably I probably have ordered this, but there was no picture of this on the website. It was just the blue one. one. So I'm guessing that it's just like they've got the wrong picture up there, or they (laughs) forgot to change it or something. So anyway, last year's model, maybe yeah. Who knows? I don't know what's happened. But anyway, everything was like lined up that this is the right, I've ordered the right, this God. is the right thing that I've ordered. It's the wet, the picture on the website was was wrong. I haven't got in touch with them. Someone got it wrong. I haven't, I don't know what I was, I was considering maybe go back to the store and return it, and but I can't now because it's locked down. So I don't know if I'll just end up keeping it, but this is pretty awful shirt. Pretty horrible. I would prefer the the blue one. I did all, all your money back. One or the other. All my money. But I did say last week I didn't really want to return it because because these businesses are doing it hard at the moment during the lockdowns and shit. But whether I just get a store credit and spend it's on not something like it's else, a small business you bought it from either. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Got to remember that. Yeah, true. <laughs> anyway, so there yeah, we if go. It was a little five and dime down the corner. Yeah, I'd be a bit. I'd think be twice bit, about. So I'm going to get this off because it's awful. It actually is actually a nice shirt though. It feels nice. This yeah. would be nice in the summer, but I would prefer. It's cotton, isn't it? Yes, it is cotton. <laughs> I think I did say the name of the store at the so top. So you have got cotton on, haven't you? I do have cotton on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, I'm not going to blame them. I won't claim false advertising. I just something funny happened, so we'll figure. Yeah. It out. we'll get it. Well, done. I, I think it's probably they were probably both available at some stage, and the blue yeah, one yeah. sold out, and they yeah probably that's the picture they had up. That picture yeah. they had up. Yeah, because you'll often find that you'll they'll have, you know, they'll have the same description and price and yeah. all that sort of stuff. But the PLU number might be different. Yeah, or the SKU. So obviously, the, the whatever SK whatever number they had was that shirt. Yeah, I think the issue is the image on the website just wasn't changed or was wrong or something. Oh, I, I think it's they, they might have. Yeah, I think it might have just been a different colorway. Yeah, that wasn't available anymore. Yeah, but they would have a different barcode. Each colorway would have a different barcode. Yeah, maybe. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. maybe, I reckon they were, I reckon they were both the same description yeah. and, and all that sort of stuff. And you can select the colourway. Yeah, but that's but what that, I'm no, no, no. But that blue colourway had sold out, and they forgot to take that image down. That's what I'm saying. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. So what they, the the listing was probably for that shirt that I got, mm. but the picture on it was incorrect because yeah. it was yeah whatever yeah. sold out. Or, anyway, so there we go. That's the. I don't know if that's the end of the saga. We might update you again in a few see weeks' time to see what happens. But uh, Maybe a few months' time depends on the well, exactly goes. right. Oh, anyway, so there you go. You're all caught up now in the jungle, the jungle <laughs> shirt saga. Christ, what an ordeal this uh, has been. It's one thing after another. Oh, and the funny thing is, right, because the free guy screening we were supposed to have next week, there was an, there was another. Um, what do you call it? Dress code. Dress code, which was like your best blue shirt. That's what he wears in the movie. He's like, oh, yeah. all these yeah, yeah, blue right. shirts. Yeah. So I was considering going to Kmart this weekend and buying a blue shirt. Don't worry about that now. Exactly right. <laughs> I actually almost did it during the week. I was like, maybe I'll just go out during the week and pick up a blue shirt. Thank the Lord mm, I did not. Yep. Because I don't have a blue shirt. I wouldn't, got a mind, few. wouldn't mind one. But there you go. Yeah, you do. So you would have been right. don't know if I'm a fat gutted fit in it or not, but anyway. Who I'll knows? Hey, I've got a... Um, I did. I did promise last week I'd have a new uh, little sting. jingle. Yeah, little sting. 
What a picture. Good, good picture. Yeah. That is so much fun. <laughs> Can you hear it again? Uh, you do it What a picture. Good, good picture. Yeah. That is so much fun. Just to piss off the world's worst manager. Yeah, he hates Jackson. the sound effects and the jingles. <laughs> uh, this is our What We've Been Watching segment. Do you know who that was and the um, sound bite? Do it again. What a picture. Good picture. Yeah, that is so much fun. Sounds like um, Mel, Mel Brooks. No, close. Well, not really, but it is an old bloke. Don't know. I'll go one more time. <laughs> yeah. What a picture. Good picture. Yeah, that is so much fun. Um. Uh, oh, I can't remember his name. No, no, Al Pacino. If that's what I was thinking of, I get it. what was that? <laughs> Al Pacino and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, DiCaprio from DiCaprio uh, yeah. from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'll go one more time. What a picture! Good picture. Yeah, that is so much fun. Yeah, that bit's so much fun. That's where I thought it was yeah. Pacino. There you go. So that's our new uh, little jingle for what we've been watching this week. Hmm. Um, I, as far as catalogue titles, like trying to get through my pile of stuff, I've had like so much shit coming from the distribution distributors. Mm-hmm. So I've been pl- going through a bunch of like older horror movies and stuff. None of them have been particularly that great, so I won't really talk about them. Um, we watched some ra- a couple of just random ones this weekend. We watched one called What's Your Number? Mm-hmm. This one was uh, like a, a rom-com from, what was that, like 2007? Something like that. Starring Chris Evans, same year that Captain America came out, so this was probably like the last of those crappy uh, rom-coms that he did because this, this was all his career was until Marvel. It was the exact same year as Captain America. Jeez, some shit. Oh yeah, um, and Anna Faris was in it as well. It was actually quite good. I really, I thought it was okay. It's been sitting in the um, in the collection probably. Two thousand eleven. Josh, what did I say? Seven. Oh, two thousand eleven. There you yeah. go. Same year as Captain America. Anyway, of course, because uh, Ca- Iron Man was until two thousand eight. So anyway, it was. It was that all long right. Ago, Iron what? Man. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? <laughs> oh, yes. I just felt like it was yesterday. No, it's happens thir- when you get old. Thirteen years, the MCU. Mm. Wait, yeah, thirteen yeah. years. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good. That's what I mean. That's what I'm gonna old. Be, that's what I mean when we talk about all these kids that are just starting to watch the movies now. They haven't grown yeah, up with them, right. and people complaining about, oh, why didn't you? Why was there no? Um, you know, like you get to the end of a series and they're like, oh, why would you answer this question or this question? Mm. And these kids don't understand. Well, I fucking waited 13 years to get a payoff from Iron Man 2. Exactly right. You know, that sort of thing. Um, so anyway, yeah, that was okay. That wasn't bad. It's just like typical rom-com. Just an easy Sunday night movie to watch. Yeah, pretty much. Um, we watched one called Chuck. Did we? Yes, Leave Schreiber. Oh, yeah, we did too. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was good. Yeah. I like Lee. It was very good. It's like uh, the story of the guy who inspired Rocky yeah. Balboa. That's right. Very good. Um, I enjoy that. That's another one that's been sitting there for ages and we finally got to. Mm. Like a bit of a comedy, drama. Bit, bit of, of everything, everything really. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit of fun. That was good. Who else that? was in that name? Of Almost like a biographical or semi-biographical. Yeah. Always do. Mm. Pretty good. Um, we watched, um, well, you watched half of this and fell asleep. 
uh, French exit. Probably a reason for that. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's <laughs> one <laughs> everyone has been like raving about. Mm. And I can guarantee you it's got a good score. Has it? Yep. Oh. Well, you're about to look it up. I won't be, <laughs> be raving about it. No. It was weird, to put it lightly. Just a little bit. Yeah. What you got there? Oh, it's only got a six. Yeah. People have so been raving just, about it. It's only just all right. It's not great. It's not no. great. Uh, the first, the, it starts okay, and it's like, oh, it's been interesting, and then it gets very weird. And then, like, yeah. the halfway mark, it, like, changes. You feel like, oh, shit, the movie's about to end, and you look, and you're like, fuck, it's got an hour left. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? And then it, like, changes completely. I can't even explain it. Yeah. Well, it wasn't great. Uh, no, but it was, you, wasn't excellent. But if you're interested in checking it out, you can head over to randomspacemedia.com and you can pick up the, the Blu-ray edition of it. There you go. Yep. Um, hey, we finally did it. Yeah, we did. We got to it. Yep. We finally watched. Well, I've been saying Midsummer this whole time. It's actually Midsummer. Midsummer. Yeah, we watched it finally. Mm. What do you think? It's fucked. Yeah, it was pretty fucked up. Fucked. Pretty fucked up. I loved it though. You were a little bit on the other end. Yeah, a bit on the other end. Mm. I thought it was just a bit self-indulgent. Uh, I don't know. I didn't see it that way. Yeah, I just thought, you know, he made a film for himself and he must have been on something when he made it because it's a pretty fucked up film. I just couldn't understand how somebody could make a film like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't not enjoy it. Mm. I didn't enjoy it either. Mm. I just because it's a hard, it's a hard film to enjoy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you know what I mean. But it, yeah, for me, it just it was just too fucking too <laughs> out there, too weird. Yeah, too weird for me. I don't know. It's tough to kind of. Put into words <laughs> this but, film, but the, but the thing, the thing we, why we put it off was because you know, the other person that lives in this house, yeah, we thought, oh, she's not going to enjoy it, yeah, and she finished up watching the whole thing, yeah. We put on late. She was like, I'm going to bed. I was like, all right, I'll put Midsummer on now. Fine, it's ten o'clock. Yeah, that'll do. And she sat and watched the whole fucking movie. Yeah, and got, then got to one point, she's gone. She's gone. Oh, I'm going to go to bed now. I've had enough now. And then she sat on the end of the chair. Then oh, sat yeah. back in the chair and yeah, watched the rest of it. Well, no, because no, that was at the end. At the, at the beginning, she was like, "I'm going to bed," and yeah, I put it on. She was like, "I'll see some of it." So I'm saying she got to a point where she was going to go. Yeah, the last five minutes, she was like, "I've had enough." Because there was movie again. We won't spoil it too much because I managed. We managed to avoid spoilers for the last like two years almost. Yeah, somehow. Um, but this is a movie that obviously is like a boiler pot. It just keeps getting weirder and weirder. And the last like 45 minutes of the movie is just fucked. And it yeah. just is like continually just spirals out of control. Just when you think, okay, it can't get any worse than this. It just manages to just keep out doing itself. Um, and that point she was like, no, I'm going, I have, I can't watch any more of this. I can't deal with any more. I was like, it's got fucking five minutes left. Yeah. It's not going to get worse than this. <laughs> sure enough. Then it took another turn. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I, I really loved it. I just liked the way that it builds the suspense throughout the movie. How you just, you never know at any point what the fuck is going to happen. Yeah, I get that. But for me, it just didn't, like the, there wasn't that anticipation for me. Really? It didn't build that anticipation in me. Mm. When I was wondering what the hell was going to go yeah. happen, but I knew something weird was yeah. going to happen. 
but I I never pictured, you know, never thought. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucked, man. <laughs> uh, you know what was going to happen happened, but <sighs> anything anything could have happened when you watch that film. But yeah. it just didn't hit it for me. Mm, I liked it. Yeah. I don't think I could ever watch it again. Maybe I don't know. It's tough. Yeah, it's hard to watch. I don't know. There were parts of it I really, really loved, mm. but I just can't understand how how somebody would yeah. want to make a film like yeah. that. <laughs> well, the it's last half hour, up. anyway, particular. Yeah, how that's you right. come up yeah. with that kind of shit. Yeah, pretty fucked up. Mm. It's a tough. It's a tough one. It's heavy. It's very heavy. Yeah, exactly right. Um, but if, I anyone, like the, if anyone's going to watch it, don't go into it expecting a nice light film. No, Ooh, let me tell you. Well, Florence Pugh. The lead girl in it. She was, yep. um, I, I, I think that and Little Women came out the same year and everyone was saying she's far more deserving of the Oscar for Midsommar, but there's no way the Academy is going to nominate a movie like that. Oh, no. And go figure, she got nominated for uh, Little Women Little instead, women, yeah. um, which was not uh, – the performance, her performance was great in Little Women, but nowhere near as good as in – or as harrowing as it, uh, as it yeah. is in Midsommar, but of course the Academy went for the the other thing. There's a couple of really good performances in it. Oh, yeah, they're all great. The whole no, cast was, is great. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know, it just, it just builds and builds and you're just like, fuck, what the hell's going to happen? And you just get you're just more uneasy the longer the movie goes on. Mm. Um, but then this last scene is just so fucked, but somehow you feel, at the end of it, you feel... Like, it's almost like a release. It like just yeah, like you a release. Your, you, like got your off. you got your payoff. Yeah, because it was such a weird film. And yeah. had to have that, but that but it's weird that that finish. it ends on such a fucking horrible note. But you you feel satisfied. I don't know. That's how I found it. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. And it's like a cathartic. Someone suggested to me. I spoke to someone, and they were like, "Well, because of what happens, it's almost like, um, fuck it, block your ears if you haven't watched it. Fucking block your ears if you haven't watched a movie." If you have watched a movie, you can listen, but block your ears for like 10 seconds. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, because I can't, because what I'm going to say, I can't say without spoiling. Fucking block your ears for like 10, 15 seconds, right? Okay, I'm going to count it down here. All right, so essentially when they burn the barn at the end of the movie, someone suggested to me it all builds up to this moment right at the end, and they burn the barn, and as the barn burns, just the whole fucking film burns. So you're able to let the movie go right? as okay. the barn. Yeah. Oh, As, it, 15 happens. Seconds. As yeah. it happens, you're able to let the movie go. Yeah. And that's yeah. why Blocky is for five that. seconds if you haven't seen the movie. Uh, and that's why she gives a big smile at the end because she's freed herself. Yeah. And you was the Released audience that as well. Yeah. Anyway, I, I liked it. I liked it. It's just very weird though. It's, very, it's different to anything it's, we it's usually would have watched. Well, it's not, a, it's not a film I liked but I didn't hate. Mm. Well, there you go. Midsummer, check it out. <laughs> Go into it easily. Three if hours. You, if you game. Didn't feel like three hours though. I don't know about you, but no, for me, it didn't feel no, like three it hours. It didn't feel that long. There's always something happening. Yeah, yeah. This was the director's cut. The original, the theatrical cut's like twenty, thirty minutes shorter. Mm. I think. Um, as far as television goes, we finished Chernobyl. What a good little series Fantastic. that is. Really good. Yeah. Five eps. How how. Um how uh, close to truth is it, I wonder? I think it's quite close, but some of the events are out of order. Yeah. And some of the events, like there's a helicopter crash. Yep. Where they send the helicopters over the mm-hmm. the reactor like two or three days after it's exploded. Apparently it happened months after. 
Right, okay. The, this helicopter crashed when they were doing clean-up or something. Right. So they changed, like, the event to make it a little bit, of right, a bit okay. dramatic or whatever. Um, but as far as I'm aware, every like, most of it's pretty factually correct. Mm. There's a few things that yeah, tweaked, yeah. <clears throat> as they do, make it a bit more suspenseful, dramatic, whatever. Wow, would have been a horrible place to be. Oh, man. It? Yeah, terrible. Been an awful place to be. Awful. So that was good. Check it out if you haven't yet. HBO. Yeah, really, really good. I really enjoyed that. A co-production between HBO and Sky, the UK okay. network. <clears throat> so that was uh, very good. Yeah, worth getting on. Yeah. This week we started, once we finished Chernobyl, we started The Undoing. Mm. It's another HBO series that stars Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman. Still don't really know what's going on. It's like a murder what mystery. Three eps in. Three eps in. Yeah. There's, I think, maybe three left. No, it was eight. Oops, don't think I so because we just finished the first disc. Oh, did we? And there's oh, only there two go. discs. Oh. So I think there's only six. Maybe there's eight. I don't know. But there you go. So it's pretty good. It's like a murder mystery sort yeah, of thing. Enjoy it. Um, and they're both very good. Oh, yeah. Don't really know what's going on. You don't know who's done what just yet. But this is another HBO one uh, that came out like last year. Been waiting yeah, and waiting and true. waiting to watch it to like, get the Blu ray and then finally got the Blu ray and we're finally watching it. Yeah, six six eps. There you go. Yeah. So I thought. Other than and that, Noah, Noah Jupe's great. Oh yeah, he's in it too. He's really good. The kid. He's yeah. got a huge feature. That kid. Mm. Yeah. Huge. Very good. Um, but that's about it, TV wise, because we were just this week was like busy, a little bit busy, and we ended up by the time we sat down to watch TV almost every night this week it was like eight nine o'clock. No, yeah, nine, so I didn't get much yeah. in. Um, but we, of course, do have to do <laughs> Mad Men update. Good little sting, that. It's great, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. There you go. Really fits the 1950s, 60s, yeah. whatever. There you go. So I picked yeah. the tune. You recorded the the little glass with the pouring, ice. Pouring the alcohol. I, I lit up a... Doobie and <laughs> recorded it. No, I downloaded some fucking sound effect from YouTube. <laughs> um, no, there you go. Mad Men update. Um, we got off to a really, really great start last week. Yep. Five, Five episodes. Fucking good's that, man. It was awesome. Oh. I was hoping to get a few, a few in this week. Yeah. And we got in. One. One. <laughs> One. It's been busy. We've been a, a been busy, a busy week. week. But it's a great show. And we did not watch it on Mad Men Monday either. No, we didn't. We, uh, we, we, fi- we failed. We failed. We got Sam in our beds now. Yeah, because we said from the beginning, oh, we're going to do Mad Men Mondays. And then, yeah, it turned out to be like Mad Men Thursday this week. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, but it's good. It's it's not, we didn't, we did not, we didn't not watch it this week because we don't, because we've had enough. It's just that we were too busy. And then actually, honestly, forgot about it at the yeah, beginning exactly of the week. Right. And I was well, like, I mean, we we didn't we didn't settle into the into the, watch any telly until about nine or ten o'clock on Monday. That's what I was saying. It was before. A late, it was a late, every day late this week. Night, yeah. Every day this week has been late. And um, yeah, and then actually Monday night I was going to bed. And I was like, oh fuck, we forgot. We failed already. Yeah. Mad Men Monday. <laughs> it's two gone. Week, two weeks in. Ah. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're, we're still going. Okay. We still got one in. Though. We're on to the second disc. Yeah. Of three from the first season, which is good. So we're but making that, good headway. It's you know, it's unlike that other fucking thing. <laughs> Deadwood, awful. <laughs> um, you can watch. You can watch more than one ep. Oh yeah. In a in a night. Yeah. And I would have last night, but I was so tired. I was so tired. Oh yeah. Pretty, pretty buggered myself, to be honest. Actually, I was going to say at the top, 
just in like the weekly update section. Mm-hmm. I went back on that game show this week. Oh god! Um, I think I can talk about it now because I've been advertising it. I'm on the commercial. Oh, you're on there. I, I suppose I'm. <clears throat> I'm on um, this new Channel Nine series called The Hundred with Andy Lee. Yep. I believe it starts airing this week, as far as the commercials tell us. Well, it's on telly. It's saying Tuesday, next Tuesday night. Tuesday I was told night. by production team, well, we don't know a date yet, but they are playing ads on TV that are saying this Tuesday. Yeah. And I'm on the ad, so I guess I can talk about it. Yep. Um, I won't go into specifics because I don't no, think no, they no, want no, me no. to. But, um, yeah, I've done a couple of episodes now. I've done a few, and apparently I can keep – I don't know. I think I'll be on a few episodes. I'm going to say too much. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. See what happens. It's fun. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good show. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoyed it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Well, it's long days. Yeah. Let's do a couple of episodes back to back. Very long. Yeah. Um, I mean, because I wasn't home for either recording. No, because well, because you it's recorded from home, which is really good. It's all yeah, done it's through all Zoom. Zoom. Yeah, uh, Which is fantastic. Uh, but we'll talk more about it next week. I don't know if I'll be playing any audio clips or anything because there's really not much to play as of yet. Yeah. Uh, but we'll talk more about it next week. But, yeah, I've done, I've done a couple like an of... interesting concept yeah, it's pretty good i like i've mm. I've, in, I've enjoyed kind of watching it's really fascinating to see him work yeah um and andy lee watching andy work has been really really great yeah he's got like he's so switched on yeah and um he's really running the whole ship yeah but yeah yes he's he's great and it's been fascinating to watch him work i won't say anymore because i might get myself in trouble and they won't put me back mm. on uh, but there you go, yeah, I'll be on a few episodes of that, which is going to be great, and that's, I think it's starting this week as far as the television commercials are going. Um, so anyway, let's keep going. Um, what are we up to now? Oh, yeah, so we're still in what we've been watching. This should have gone before we talked about TV, but we'll do it now. This is the Letterboxd update, Letterbox wrapped for the month of July. Really not a whole lot of updates here. Of course, at the end of every month, I like to... Wrap up my letterbox. We yep. talk about, um, you know, how I'm going for the year with my movie watching and shit. Okay, so I got in 46 movies in July. Cool, geez, a good month. That is the second best all year. Uh, comparatively, the last two months I had 42 and 43, respectively. Mm-hmm. Um, but January is still the best of the year with 59 movies. So I was just a little shy, like 13 shy of yeah, January, well. but that's all right. January, I took time off and just bummed around. For most of the month, yeah. Um, we I've watched 303 movies at the end of July this year. Yeah. That's about 600 hours. I know. Well, your life it, you've would, it will tell me if I go to Letterboxd. So look, Letterboxd. Probably not quite 600, but. It'll tell me. It'll be thereabouts. Okay, stats. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 538. 538, you reckon? Yep. All right. It is... Oh, 570.7. And apparently in my life, and this doesn't include the number of movies I've watched hundreds of times over and over again, I've watched 5,823 hours of movies. Again, it's probably double that. (laughs) How many days that equates to? Um, Doesn't tell me that. A lot. A lot of days. So anyway, that's that's five, where we five thousand what? Oh jeez, five eight two three. So the my actors, my most watched actors of the year, have not changed. Jean Claude Van Damme, JCVD, 
Uh, he's still sitting at nine films alongside Andrea Romano, who is the casting director on all those DC movies that I've been mm-hmm. in for a little while, and she obviously does little cameo bits. Um, and then Paul Walker and a bunch of the Fast Nine cast yep. are at yep. eight. And The Rock, thanks to Jungle Cruise and Hercules and a few other things we watched recently, uh, he's he's coming up at number seven. He could Ooh. be the un- if we watch like two or three more Rock movies this year, he could take out JCVD. <sighs> so it's The Rock versus JCVD for the win someone this year. Take him out, or is someone gonna? Someone else could be the underdog to come from out of nowhere. Who knows? Hello. There you go. Uh, the directors remain the same as well. We've got Jay Olivia with six, who is one of the DC directors, followed by Sam Liu, who's on five. He's one of the DC directors. He's there with Justin Lin. Of course, directed the Fast franchise. Mm. A few of them, anyway. 242 and a half days. There you go. What a life. Yep. 242 days. What a life. You sat there for 24 hours a day mm-hmm. for 242 days. Fucking what a life. Beautiful. Oh, well. There you go. Got to live it. Got to find a way to get paid for it now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, okay, we saw the Suicide Squad this week as well. Mm. This is the section where we review the the big movie that we've seen. Yes. So we'll talk about the Suicide Squad. Um, this is the new one. The you got to emphasize the the in the title because the oh, first one was just Suicide Squad. Right. This one is the Suicide Squad. Right. Yeah. Huge difference. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Um, James Gunn is on board as a director. Mm-hmm. Of course, directed the Guardians films for Marvel. And then got sacked by Disney. Yep. When some um, unsavory tweets surfaced from earlier in his career. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's right. I yeah. That. So they sacked him. Mm-hmm. And then DC were like, "We'll take you. Thank you very much." So DC took him straight away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then soon after DC took him, Disney was like, "Oh, you know what? We'll give you a second chance. You can come back." And then rehired him for Guardians Three. So James uh, Gunn has gone over to DC. Couldn't imagine Guardians been done with anybody else. Well, he wrote it, and the cast was all like, "No, we're not doing another one without him." Yeah. So whatever went on behind the scenes, they got him back. So he's gone over to DC. He's done the Suicide Squad, um, and he's doing a spin-off called Peacemaker, John John Cena's character, yep. Yep. which is going to be an HBO Good Max. Yeah, he's great. He's going to be an HBO Max limited series, and then once he's, I think they've just finished shooting that, and then he's going to go straight over to Marvel and do Guardians 3. But I think he said, yeah, this is probably going to be the last one. I do. Oh, actually, he's doing um, the Guardians Christmas special as well. Guardians Christmas this yeah. year? Uh, I think it's this year. Oh. oh, is it this year or next year? It might be next year. Mm. And then the Guardians 3 is the year after, I think. Oh, right, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, that would be interesting, a Guardians yeah. Christmas special. It's going to be a live-action thing for Disney+. Plus. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, so, but I think after that, he's like, yeah, I think he's done. I don't know. I know some of the cast have come out and like, yeah, we're not doing any more movies after well, Guardians 3. Pull out a pocket full of money and go. Well, who knows? Because now DC has come out and said, oh, we've got him on board for a few more projects. So who knows? Oh, he might maybe switch. he's going to switch channels. If I was him, I'd probably channels. be thinking, fuck <laughs> these guys. They kicked me out. They screwed me get over. Rid of, got rid of me. But he's like, fuck it, I'm going to come and finish my vision, I'm going to do my third movie, and then I'll fuck out of here. Yeah. And even Dave Batista's been like, yeah, I'm not playing Drax again after Guardians 3. 
because he's re- he was really mad over the whole thing. Really, he's very outspoken oh. <laughs> about everything. He's that we talk about Scarlett Johansson suing Disney last week. Yep, he's been the only other Marvel cast member who's come out and like um, backed her up and been like, "Yeah, good on you." Oh, Everyone else is like radio silence. He's only saying that so he doesn't get him makeup for four hours every Probably. day. Probably he just doesn't, he doesn't give a fuck. He's like, what no. He's like, well, <laughs> I mean, why should you? Not exactly right. You know, good on him. He's got pocket pocket. Yeah, his pockets are full. Yeah, and good on him. So whatever. who knows what's going to happen? Anyway, so we saw the Suicide Squad. Great cast. Um, of course, uh, Margot Robbie's back as Harley Quinn. We've got mm-hmm. Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flag. Yep. John Cena as Peacemaker. Idris Elba, Bloodsport. <laughs> um, you've got fuck who else is in there? Um, Pete Davidson's in there. You've got Nathan Fillion in there. Viola Davis is back in it as Amanda Waller. We've got um, oh, just heaps of people are in it. Great cast, huh? Awesome cast. Awesome cast. What did you think? So the Suicide Squad. I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Mm. Better than the first one. <laughs> Not and, not hard to do. And one thing one thing I really enjoyed about it was Margot Robbie. Yeah. Um her portrayal of Harley Quinn mm. was better in this one than yeah, it was the first so. one. Mm. It's like I thought in the in the in the first one, and even in Harley Quinn, mm. she's birds a little she's a little birds of prey, yeah. yeah. Um she's uh her character's a little too over the top for me. Mm. Whereas in this it's just not quite yeah. as Full on, she's yeah. a little more subdued, and mm. there seems to be a lot more depth to her character in this yeah. one. Yeah, definitely. really enjoyed her performance in it. Definitely, it has been interesting though to see her because each film she plays the character a bit differently. Yeah, and I think that also comes down to the director, the, For the, sure. the vision of the director too. Because obviously, the first film she's highly sexualized. She had the short shorts yeah, on yeah. and fucking whatever else, and was just like. The director was just wanted to make her like the sex symbol, yeah, and the ditzy worked exactly. <laughs> and then the second movie, it was just over the top, really flamboyant kind of thing. It's great though; I love that film. It's one of my favorite DC films from this current thing. Yeah, uh, but then this one, you're right; she had a lot more depth to the character, yeah, and played a little bit more straight, maybe not yeah. so straight, but you know, yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, but no, I really, really enjoyed her performance in that. Yeah. And John Cena was great. John Cena, yeah. He's awesome. These these ex-wrestlers getting into, yeah, no, it's into crazy. film is just uh, amazing. Yeah, but I guess you look at Arnold Schwarzenegger and, like, obviously not a wrestler, but, you know, a, an a- athlete. Yeah, but I'm talking current, you know, more. Yeah, but but, but what I mean is, like, it, go, it goes, yeah, back, it goes back, to back in history, Schwarzenegger yeah. Yeah. or even the guy, Johnny Weissmuller, who played Tarzan. Yeah, that's right. So it's something that's always happened, mm. but it is funny when it does happen. yeah. And they're actually quite good at it. Uh, they they feel really natural. Yeah, doing it, you know, like you know, with the Rock mm, and yeah. John Cena and what's his name Drax. Yeah, Dave Batista. Dave Batista. Was he wrestling or was he UFC? Same thing. No, UFC no, 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 is the uh, blood. No, I'm sport. sure he was. He was sure he was a wrestler. Can't remember. You'll uh, people out there. You'll uh, you'll know. You'll, you'll correct me. It. But but uh, particularly with the wrestlers, John Cena, The Rock. Wrestling is not just an a, a, not like a just a sport. Uh, it's um, it's it's a performance. Yeah, wrestler. Wrestler. He's a wrestler, wrestler yeah. yeah. So it's performance. So then again, with him too, it's performance. Yeah, it's all fake, obviously. Yeah, exactly right. 
yeah. WWF or whatever it's called now. Yeah. It's all performance. So it does translate then into. The athleticism in it's all real. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they do get injured and all yeah. that sort of shit. But it's all. Do they do some pretty wild shit? You know what I mean? They put in the room? show yeah. and they stage it and whatever else. Yeah. But obviously exactly. that thing can translate over into movies. And translates really well. Mm. Because in the, you know, in the, in the wrestling, they're playing. They're playing what feels like a fairly natural sort of mm. role. Yeah. So they transfer that across to this sort of shoot. Yeah, you compare Which that. cool. You then compare that to someone like LeBron. You haven't seen Space Jam 2. No. But if you think about Michael Jordan in yeah, the first yeah. Space Jam. Oh, he was excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's the, the difference between an athlete and someone who's actually like a performance athlete, athlete, athlete I suppose. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Um, I was going to say who else was in it. Um, uh, Jai Courtney is Captain Boomerang. Yeah, Nathan uh, Fillon. Yeah. What's the name of the, the girl? I always forget her name because she's fairly new to me anyway, who played Ratcatcher 2. Danielle um, something. Doesn't say. No, she's probably further on the list. Is there a button that says more? Doesn't matter. Don't worry. No, no, no. Dear, dear. I apologise. I forgot her name. Danielle uh, Rat. Catcher two. Dan Cast, here we go. God. Daniela Melchior. Yeah, that's it. Not really not really sure who she is, but she was great. She's very good. Mm. So anyway, there you go. Great cast. Huge cast. A lot of fun. It's out in cinemas now. <laughs> In places that aren't in lockdown. And King Shark. Oh, yes. The West of Stallone. Stallone, Stallone yeah. playing Stallone as a... Yeah, King Shark. Didn't have to act for that. No. Just sounded like yeah. Stallone. Because that was the character that was in that cartoon, the Harley Quinn cartoon. Yeah. Remember the, yeah, the big yeah. shark? Yeah. yeah. Fun. Yeah, good movie. I, always, I loved it. I always thought that it was a, uh, that the shark was the Aussie oh, yeah. character <laughs> yeah. in it because, you know, no. we've got a few down here. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just Captain Boomerang. Uh, all good, though. Loved it. Thought it was really, really great. James no, Gunn was perfect because really the first, the first Suicide Squad was obvious that they were trying to rip off Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, exactly right. So naturally, they're going to go fuck. We can actually get the guy who did Guardians to come and do Suicide Squad. Yeah, and grab him while you can. Yeah. Um, but although I think they approached him with something, I think they approached him with a Batman or a Superman movie, and he was like, "No, I'll do Suicide Squad." Really? I th- as far as I'm aware, he picks and chooses. Yeah, they like he, the fucking power he's got. Oh, really yeah. And he he said to them, he said, "I'm not doing it unless you give me just full control." Because the way Warner's have fucked over some of their directors yeah, in the past. Yeah. Obviously, he's Dak Snyder. They did the, they had to do the Snyder cut because they butchered his thing. And then the first director of the, of the first Suicide Squad, uh, they came in and they they tinkered with his cut as well, quite substantially. Mm. Um, because the studio wanted something that was a Guardians ripoff, and he didn't, and so the I think what happened was that they saw the director's cut. They're like, "It's not fun enough." Um, but they the trailer for the movie was like built to advertise the movie as if it was like a Guardians of the Galaxy fun movie or pop songs and shit in it. Um, and Warner's was like, "We want the movie more like the trailer," so they hired the people who edited the trailer to re-edit the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bloody hell! Whether that's the truth or whether that's just one of those things that's like whatever. But as far as I'm aware, that's so. Anyway, James Gunn was like, Give, "I want free. I want like full control, full control over everything. No, Final one. cut, this, that, or I walk." And like, yeah, here you go. No, good. And good well, it's paid off. This is the highest rated DC movie of all time on Rotten Tomatoes. 
at this t- at this moment it hasn't opened to general public, so the score will go down. It's only like ninety two percent or something. Yeah, but it's the highest rated DC film of all time on Rotten Tomatoes. That's good for critics. Yeah, because they're usually pretty harsh yeah. on that sort of shit. Oh yeah, exactly. The DC stuff. It's yeah. like all trash. Slamming it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they love it. But no, it was actually are loving it. And um, so it's a good sign. I, was, I wasn't expecting a huge amount out of yeah. it. Yeah. Well, apart from the fact that Gunn was involved. Yeah. Well, it's that um, I think DC will learn now. They just need to give let their directors do what they've got to yeah, do. Exactly right. Instead of tinkering with it because every time yeah, they do. Because they're, the they're, they're, they're the ones that know. They're the ones that know. Not some executive sitting up there. Some yeah. Yeah, some accountant. <laughs> yeah. Saying, oh, I think, this is the, I think this is how you should be doing it. Yeah, exactly right. It can't be. It can't be dictated by the almighty dollar. No, because if uh, if they do it that way, they'll fail like they have in the past. Yeah, exactly right. Let the director go and spend the money and do what he's got to do, and have a good product. And that's a really good product. Yes, it is. So, Suicide Squad, great movie, recommended. Uh, if you can get to see it, it's in cinemas now. Places that aren't in lockdown. It's out um, on HBO Max in the USA as mm. well, so if you're more comfortable watching it on yeah. HBO Max, do that. In Australia, unfortunately, <laughs> we our lockdown has coincided with the first screenings of the movie, so mm. some people were lucky enough to get in and see them. Other people um, I was seeing on Twitter rocked up to the cinemas and they were like, sorry, we have, we've had to cancel the sessions. <laughs> it's so annoying. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that was last night, wasn't it? They yeah. rocked up and... Well, last Thursday. Last Thursday? Mm. Oh, what up in Sydney or no? Here, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, got me again. Yeah. <laughs> of course, we record on a Friday, and, and I'm the, thinking we record on the Friday, and the podcast goes out on the Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yesterday, last night, last night, yeah, yeah. If people rocked up to the cinema and last like, Thursday night, yeah, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> they because they did the snap lockdown at eight pm. Usually it'd be like midnight. Yeah. Snap lockdown at eight, so people were rocking up at like six o'clock for like a six thirty session, and obviously the cinema had to close at eight. They're like, no, we've had to cancel the session. Yeah, for like a two hour, fifteen minute movie. So obviously, crazy. So there you go. Anyway, shit. go and check it out. It has high recommendations. It's a great, great yeah. film. As soon as you can check it out, it's yep. really good. Really enjoyed it. Very quick sponsor highlight, not sponsor partner highlight. I really got to change that because I do that every single week. Partner highlight, part. Okay, it's fixed in the script now for next week. Partners, Random Space Media, head over to randomspacemedia.com. 3D is back, baby. They've just released some really fantastic 3D uh, and 4K uh, bundle packs. There's the uh, Spider Into the Spider-Verse and Venom. So there's a 4K plus 3D plus 2, 2D bundle pack of them. Um, individual ones, not both movies together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Sony have seen, like the actual arm, Universal Sony yeah. have seen how well... They've been selling, and they've just announced for wide release um, the two Spider-Man MCU movies are coming out in a 4K plus 3D plus 2D. Are they? Yeah. Yep. So uh, you get them too. I I don't know if Random Space is carrying them at the moment, but they might. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, but you can head over there, randomspacemedia.com, pick up some good shit. Oh, and Jumanji, the next level. He's mm-hmm. on three D now as well, yep. which is the world exclusive. Awesome. Uh, Kicks.com.au. Um, they are still offering my fifteen percent off discount code, which is day fifteen. Use that at checkout until September uh, for fifteen percent off your entire order. You can go pick up whatever you want. Of course, I teamed up with them in celebration of the Indiana Jones Four Movie Four K Collection. So you can use your code on that or whatever noise. else you want. Use on anything. Noise Pre- pre-orders. Sale stock, anything. Oh, cool. Day 15 yep. at kicks.com.au. And that's not an affiliate code. 
No, that's no. not an affiliate code at all. I get nothing out of, out of it. Get nothing out of that. Nope. Except for a couple of DVDs. Well, yep. I got the Indiana Jones box set. Yeah. And then reviewed it for him and all that shit. So mm-hmm. that's it. You gotta work for your money. Exactly right. Gotta do it. Yep. Hey. What? Now it's time for. Oh, uh, what? Shite. Or. Alright, alright, alright. I missed my cue. I forgot that I have to say the or. You ready? It's time for. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> it's time for... Just a shite. Or... All right, all right, all right. There just, we go. Just hit any button. I know. All right, all right. <laughs> That'll piss Wordsworth Manager. Wordsworth Manager, Wacko Jacko. So, so it's shite, all right. This is the game where we pull up random IMDB listings and we we essentially judge a book by its cover. We judge a movie by its synopsis on IMDb and nothing else. That's it. Um, it was originally we would pull up random ones ourselves, but we've had so many sent in by the listeners out there. Thank you so much uh, that we're simply just going off what's been sent in to us. We have no idea. We don't look at them beforehand. Um, so essentially I will read one, he will read one, I will read one, he will read one, and then um, we've got like an ongoing tally of who's winning at the moment. Uh, what's the score now? Do we know? Well, yeah, Jeff. Our, uh, Jeff's our on the ball. Official scorekeeper Jeff is on the ball. He sent in a couple. He sent it in to me yesterday. Well, first he says sorry for the cheek last week because he gave us a bit of cheek in the last email. <laughs> Little shit. Um, and then he says my tricycle lost a wheel and I had to get a new vest. So because he's our little monkey, oh, it's a little right. monkey who rides a little oh, bike. Yeah. Okay, give me the scorecard, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff. So he's lost. Uh, he's, so he's he's trying to go lost the wheel. He had to get a new uh, vest. So he was a little bit. That's funny. He was a little bit on edge. That's why he gave us some cheek. Uh, uh, but he was right on time this week. So I sent an email back to him. I said, "You're right on time, Jeff. You survive another week." <laughs> so we'll keep him on the uh, on the payroll. I said, "Keep it up," and I might give you a little extra in this month's paycheck for that replacement wheel. <laughs> So anything more than zeros? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thank you, Jeff. He has sent in this week's school card, and oh, you'll be happy to learn that um, the score is now seventeen to sixteen. In He's my catching favor, up, but you're catching He's up. Catching up. This could be it. This could you so could take miles behind. Yeah, I told you this could happen. Ooh. It's just luck. It's luck of the draw. So you're t- you could take the lead this week, depending could, how it goes. You could, won't, but I could. Yeah. Uh, now, essentially, how this works is that I, I, again, as I said, we'll both read out a synopsis. Or we'll do two of them, um, and uh, we have to guess whether it's sh- well, whether it is shite or all right, all right, all right, and uh, de- to determine whether it is shite or all right, all right, all right, is dependent on the score that it has on IMDb. Anything below a six. Zero to five point nine is a shite. Anything above a well, six and above is all right, all right, all right. So there you go. Okay, so should we get straight into it this week? We have got yep. um, again, we got heaps sent in to us um, from uh, our pal Devesh Sood. He sent in a bunch more. We've got heaps here from Tyson Turner, from Jeff. Uh, we got. A couple in from Kyle. We'll take one of Kyle's each this yep. week, Kyle Brebner. Yep. And uh, Max Xavier, or Max, he says, he's, we can pick. What do we want to call him? Max. Max. All right, we've got a bunch from Max as well. So let's take two each from Max. That's uh, what, sorry, one each. Shorten everything. Yeah, exactly. It Max. makes it quicker for the podcast too because exactly it always right. go over. Yep. So um, 
We'll take one from Kyle and one from Max each this okay. week. Okay, so which one do you that? want to start with, Kyle first? Uh, yeah, let's start with Kyle first, okay? okay? Um, uh, who reads first? I'll read first. Well, we have both read first the same amount of time. So anyway, you can, okay. you can I'll read go first. I'll go yep. first. Um, Here we go. Okay. Follows follows the life mm-hmm. of, of a native American... No. A native Canadian, mm-hmm. as he survives residential school and life among the racism of the 70s. Oh. A talented hockey player, he yeah, he must find his own path as he battles stereotypes and alcoholism. Oh. I had to sort of adjust yeah, that yeah. a bit as I went along. Okay. So I'll try and go it again. Go again. Follows the life of a native Canadian... As he survives residential school and life among the racism of the 1970s, a talented hockey player, he must find his own path as he battles stereotypes and alcoholism. That can be good. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm just straight up. All right. Yeah. Sounds like a good, like, nice, dramatic biopic. All right, all right, all right. Big all right. Oh, yeah. 7.3. Shit, what is it? It's one called Indian Horse. Oh. Um, so it follows the life of native native Khmer, native Canadian uh, Saul Indian horse. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, so seven seven point three. It was two thousand seventeen. Goes for an hour forty, and has nobody you'd sort of really know. Well, there you go. I have a feeling Kyle might be Canadian. Because okay. I think he sent in uh, that one about the Hoosers last week, remember? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, and this one that I'm going to read out for you is yep. about a young French Canadian. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, one of five boys in a conservative family in the 1960s and 70s who struggles to reconcile his emerging identity with his father's values. That'll be right. You reckon? I'll go all right on that. You go all right? Yep. Lock it in? Yep. All right, all right, all right. There you go. Just sounded all right. It's called Crazy. Mm. Well, C.R.A.Z.Y. Crazy. <laughs> so it's an, uh, an, an, what do you call it? A anagram? Anagram for something else. Is that just called an anagram? Whatever it's called. We have the whatever. It must stand Not for sure. something, but I don't know what. Cool, cool Randy and Zany. Zany, yeah. Yaks. Yaks. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> there is a character called Raymond in there, so maybe it's like Crazy Raymond. And there's a character called Zachary. Crazy Raymond and Zachary Yak. There you go. There you go. That'll do. Uh, <laughs> I think it might be French. Well, it is a French-Canadian, so I think it's French language. All the actors are French. Um, Michael Cotte, Marc-Andre something. It's dot, dot, dot. Danielle, uh, I can't even I can't even pronounce that, so I won't even try. But there you go. Um, Two thousand five, that one, and it's a seven point nine. Wow! Yeah, that's good. So Carl's suggesting some some decent Canadian films. Yeah, for us. there you go. Thank you very much, Carl. Trying to get us to watch some Canadian films. Maybe we'll there you check go. Them out. Put them on the radar. Comedy, yeah. comedy drama. That one is sounds pretty good. Yeah, it does sound good. There you go. All right, should we read right, next uh, one? Next one from Max. Yeah, from Max. From Max. Yeah, from Max. Uh, a dim-witted teenager and his co- and his new co-worker try to save the old burger joint <laughs> they they work for from failing after the opening of a brand new burger restaurant across the street, oh. which is planning to put them out of business. I think I know it. I think it's an old Nickelodeon film called Good Burger. 
I can't remember who is in it. I feel like it's like Keenan and Cal or one or the other. Um, and if that's the case, it's like a cult film that a lot of people love, but I feel like it might be the kind of movie that has like a really shite rating. Like um, I'll Be Home for Christmas. Everyone loves it, but it's got like a five something. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's a tough one. And if it is Good Burger, it's just come out on Blu-ray recently too. I'm going to say a shite because I have a feeling it's probably going to have a shitty rating. Shite. Yeah. And you're spot on. Yeah. Good, good burger. burger. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, with Who Kel, was Kel Mitchell, Kel. Keenan Thompson, oh, Sinbad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Abe, Abe Vagona. <laughs> oh, God. Shah Jackson. There you go. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, 5.7. So, it's only yeah, just a shite. Um, 1997 film. So, yeah, yeah you were spot on with that. Keenan Cal, good burger. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Keenan and Cal. Yeah, it's like a cult classic, one of those kids' movies from the 90s that oh, everyone really? loves. I'm not sure if I ever saw it, though. But, right. yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, one Your more for you. Your astounds me. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Just one of them things. I can't remember something I watched last week. Something like that. Um, all right, this is one for you. This is also from Max. Okay, I have to I have to modify this one again. Yep. Um, two bored children have their lives turned upside down when a talking thing comes to visit them. Do you want that again? Oh uh, yeah, go again. Two bored children have their lives turned upside down when a talking, well, redacted, comes to visit them. Sounds like it might be sort of a bit of a science fiction sort of. Film, which I'm not keen on some of them. Right. Um, I'm going to say it might be all right. Yes, it's all right. Yeah, lock it in. Might be all right. Might be all right. So well, are you? Well, it seems like it. Yeah, I'm going to say all right. I think okay. it's going to be shit, but I reckon I oh, will go okay, all right. Ready? It is a shite. Shite. Oh, really? Shite. Not bad. <laughs> Oh, I'm off for good measure. Yeah, it's the cat in the hat. Oh, God, <laughs> of course. Two bored children have their lives turned upside down when a talking cat comes to visit them. This is the Mike Myers one from 2003. Yeah, it was it has, pretty bad. It has a four. Oh, yeah, it was bad. 4.04. It was bad. Dreadful. I do remember it. it yeah. It was just bad. There you go. <laughs> so that is... You go one ahead, one further ahead. Bastard. Yeah, I think so. Oh, shit. So thank you very much for joining us for this week's edition of Or All right, all right, all right. There you go. Ah, well. Bit of fun. Yep. Not when you lose it. (laughs) (laughs) It's the, look, we do four a week, and it's at a point now where any week coming soon could swing it. It's just so. One week we'll do a rapid, we'll do a rapid rule, we'll do five. We'll have to do a few of them, yeah. Some of these guys have been sending in so many. Um, but, yeah, if anyone out there has any charter rights to send in, please send them along to uh, DaveLeePond at gmail.com or uh, – no, that's probably the best place to send them because I, yeah. I get confused yeah. otherwise. Send them to the email um, as all these all these wonderful people out there have been doing. Thanks, everyone, who sent them in so far. But I'd love to I'd – lo- we've got heaps in the stockpile, but we'd love more. So send in as many as you can think of and, yeah, lots of fun. Mm. Hey, here's another segment coming up. <laughs> I should have asked yeah. for a bloody... Oh, oh an assist. assist. Always forget about got, the assist. I would have got it then. You probably would have got it. Uh, okay. Next week, uh, well, we always forget about, about the assist. assist. 
Oh, well. Move on. Let's go to the next segment, which is called... I'm just a sore loser. Yeah. Trailer Trash. <laughs> this is a segment where we take a look at a couple of the newest trailers, trailers of the week. Yeah. They're not always going to be trash. We just like the name Trailer Trash. Yeah. Although the first one that we're going to take a look at today, well, it's called Venom. <laughs> Let There Be Carnage. This is the second Venom movie. We've already taken a look at the first trailer, but there's a second one now. Um, we're going to take a look at it. Yeah. I haven't even watched this one yet. Please so let's, let's have a look. <laughs> <laughs> All I ever wanted in this world is Carnage. Oh, shit. Oh, where are you going? That is a red one. You need to come out right now. Venom, let there be carnage. Mm. Snorfest. It's fucking awful, man. Mm. The first one was um, really dumb, but it was a bit of fun. Mm. That one looks like it's just like taking things to the next level. I don't, I don't like the CGI on it. Yeah. It just looks like well overdone. Yeah. Really overhyped yeah. and over trumped and just like ugh. the only decent thing in that was Woody Harrelson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks okay. It does nothing for me. That absolutely no. nothing for me. It looks like one of those superhero movies we've got like the early two thousands. Yeah. Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind right. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. Daredevil. I'm not looking forward Electra. to that. We'll watch it of course. Yeah. It might turn out to be <clears throat> Yeah, half knows? decent film might be fun but uh, to me it looks like they just completely overdone it they were like oh, oh everyone, yeah, exactly everyone loved right. the fact that the last one was dumb and stupid and yeah. just no it just looks too the thing much is, you know we're huge Marvel fans yeah. as well but that's just yeah so this is not um, MCU this is sorry yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's um, still but who fucking knows what they're going to do because there's still who, talk who's of them. the director on that uh, Andy Serkis has directed oh, really? this yeah who was um did Gollum mm. from Lord of the Rings done all that, like the Planet of the Apes and stuff? Mm. The character work, anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> no, does nothing. Yeah, for me. no, me either. When's it due? It, well, that's actually what I was going to say. The interesting thing is, this movie has been set um, for a release of September 24 in the USA and October 10 in Australia. Uh, however, they've dropped the trailer this week with no date attached to it. Uh, another it one. It just of those. says this oh, fall. Push it out. Yeah. And the Australian trailer, by comparison, says this year. Right, so okay. they're not um, putting a date on it because obviously they're not um, confident <laughs> that well, the movie's going to make it out. Um, yeah, because <clears throat> the big talk now is that the Delta variant of COVID is hitting America mm. and they're a bit concerned that it might be about to get out of hand. So there's these, all this talk, and we'll hear later in the news segment that uh, some movies are starting to get delayed again. Uh, so I think by the Here looks of this, so- yeah. <laughs> so the looks of this, Sony's a little bit uh, hesitant on this. And another thing that people are speculating over is Sony have not dropped a Spider-Man Far From Home trailer yet either, and that's due out like December. Oh. We've already got trailers for Marvel's Shang-Chi. We got a trailer for The Eternals, mm. which is like November. 
um, and we haven't seen. We've had two trailers for Shaun Chi already. Mm-hmm. I've heard squat from Spider Man, but Hot Toys have already revealed all the toys they're bringing out. Pop oh, vi- the pop vinyls are all they've all revealed the pop vinyls, but there's been no trailer, no poster, no marketing. So some speculation has been like, oh, maybe something ha- happens in one of these upcoming Marvel movies that can't be revealed and. Yeah, we can't reveal anything uh, from Spider-Man yeah, until that, which is possible. But now that this has happened with Venom, they're both coming from Sony, is that maybe they're going to push Spidey till next year. <sighs> so, anyway, let's see what happens. Just need this fucking COVID to piss Just off. Just fuck off, because we can't <laughs> go through this again, again, again. Nah. We've got another trailer right here. This one's called Crime Macho. This is a film that's coming out from Warner Brothers Pictures. It's also going to HBO Max in the United States. Um, I won't tell you much about this. I'll surprise you with the trailer. I haven't checked this one out yet either, but this is probably one of my most anticipated films of the year. Oh, I'm excited okay. for this. Let's have a look. You owe me, Mike. You gave me your word. And that used to mean something. My son, Rafael, he's in trouble. I want to get him out of Mexico. You want me to go down there and kidnap him? Please, just get him back up here. Just you? Just me. You used to be strong, natural. I used to be a lot of things, but I'm not now. And I'll tell you something. This macho thing is overrated. Just people trying to be macho show that they've got grit. That's about all they end up with. Yeah. So that looks awesome. How yeah, good does that look? Oh, that's right in my wheelhouse. Yeah. That oh, got goosebumps. Yeah, hair's I up. hope that bloke keeps making films until they throw and dirt yeah. on him. Well, it's funny because like ten, fifteen years ago, he was like, "No, I'm done. I've this is my last whatever movie it was at the time." He's like, no, "I'm not directing anymore. I'm mm. not acting anymore." He's back. He came back. He's like, "No, fuck it. I'm just going to keep going." Oh, how good! <sighs> Jeez, he's a good filmmaker. He is one of the best. He is one of the greatest. He's just got such a you know, he's, a lot of his films are just really character-driven mm. and that's no different. Yeah. That looks really good. That yeah, could be the best movie of the year. Uh, of course, Clint Eastwood. Mm. Clint Eastwood. Crime Art yep. Show. Right so, in my wheelhouse. Eh? Mm-hmm. Well, my sort of film. So this one's coming out uh, September 17 over in the US and here in Australia on the 4th of November. Uh, so we don't have to wait like an extra two, but like a month and a half for that. Bastards. But uh, that's coming from <laughs> Warner Brothers. It'll also be on HBO Max. Day and date in the States as well. Oh, but, right. yeah, that looks fucking good. It looks great. Really good. I love Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Now, this isn't a trailer, but this is a film that's coming up soon. I thought I'd drop it in here. Um, there's a movie that's word that James Gray, director James Gray, uh, his upcoming movie Armageddon Time is headed into production this October. James Gray directed Ad Astra, The Immigrant, which was that one we watched with Joaquin Phoenix, oh, yeah, Jeremy yeah, Renner, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mario Cotillard. Um, we own the night. He directed as well. We watched that a long time ago. Joaquin Phoenix, Mark Wahlberg, Robert Duvall. Yep, they owned like a club or something, like gangsters or drug trade or something. Yeah, and I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lost City of Z, which we haven't watched yet. Uh, so the film is going to star Kate Blanchett, Robert De Niro, Oscar Isaac, Donald Sutherland, and Anne Hathaway. Mm. Um, it's going to be a coming of age tale set before the nineteen eighty election. And based on Gray's own childhood memories, uh, Donald and Fred Trump are set to star in the movie's characters. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows? But 
great cast, great director. Yeah. Looking forward to that, and we'll get a when the trailer comes up, we'll we'll cover that in trailer trash. Yeah, nice. There you go. But for now, oh, what's going on? Oh, breaking news. <laughs> oh yeah, it's movie news time. We got some movie news to talk about this week, have we? Yeah, we do. I fucking heaps this week. I tell you, it's a big it? show. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so Scarlett Johansson sued Disney last week. There's been a bit of fallout from that that we'll talk about. We'll we'll follow up on that. Um, of course, um, she came out last week. It was just the day that we recorded the podcast. Actually, Scarlett came out, yeah, or, her, well. or her or her um, legal team came out and uh, confirmed they were suing Disney over um, contractual contractual things regarding... Well, actually, Variety. I'll read this passage from Variety. They sum it up very nicely. In one corner, Scarlett Johansson, who claims that the Walt Disney Company has cheated her by releasing Black Widow simultaneously on Disney Plus and in theatres. In the other is Disney, uh, which tore into the actress in unusually personal terms in a statement calling her claims sad and distressing and accusing her of showing callous disregard for the effects of the COVID-19 crisis. The consequences of this uh, clash of the titans could fundamentally reshape the way that actors are compensated for their work at a time when new streaming services and a global pandemic has disrupted the theatrical landscape. Nice little, mm. little wrap-up there. Yep. Um, so a little bit of fallout. Apparently Scar Joe was shocked by Disney's response um, and she found it to be a direct attack on her character. Uh, a big part of this is also that Disney, in their statement... Uh, Oh, made a fairly well, not so much Disney, but uh, Disney's legal team made a fairly condescending little remark in there, <laughs> saying that um, uh, Ms. Johansson's contract, uh, we fully comply with Ms. Johansson's contract. The release of Black Widow on Disney Plus with Premier Access has significantly enhanced her ability to earn an additional compensation on top of the twenty million dollars she re- has received to date. So, I think she's taken a bit of offence to that, quite rightly so, and they've directly. Yeah. They've directly addressed how much they've paid her to, which is a little bit um, probably not something that needs no, to come out. No, no, no. You know, in the in the trade, like no. officially. I mean, the trades report on this kind of stuff, but for the the studio, the, the studio legal to team to go, well, we've given you twenty million dollars yeah, already. Exactly right. You know, it's a bit it's a bit much because when you hear about that sort of stuff in the you know yeah the press and whatever, it's speculation. It's yeah, not, but this is directly yeah. yeah. Um, so some um, industry sources, some of the trade papers and staff have said that this kind of thing normally wouldn't even surface. Apparently this a lot of this goes on behind the scenes, um, whether it be someone suing a studio or whatever, and it just happens quietly. So it's actually quite a big shock apparently this has come out and Ooh. that the studio is directly talking yeah, about exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Or even uh, Scarlett Johansson's team have come out and, t- and talked about Nuts. it. Uh, many are calling it a watershed moment. Ooh. Yeah. Um, because pretty soon after it was revealed in the trade papers that Emma Stone, star of Disney's Cruella, and Emily Blunt, star of Disney's Jungle, Jungle Cruise, um, are also allegedly weighing their options, <laughs> what they can do. Uh, because, of course, their movies were also dumped Disney Plus day and date with theatres. The Rock apparently isn't interested. Smart businessman. Yep. <laughs> he doesn't care. He's got enough money. Oh, he's apparently not interested at all in pursuing legal action. Um, one trade paper, but that said, there's also another report saying that Emily Blunt allegedly 
was only paid half the amount that The Rock was right. paid for Jungle Cruise. So she could be a little bit like, well, I deserve a little bit more. Don't mm, know. Mm. It's alleged speculation. Uh, one trade also noted that there's been a lot of actors waiting in the wings for quite a while. They've been waiting for a, um, a high profile. I was going to say big name. Yeah, yeah, big name to come out first and everyone's going to follow. We see this happen a lot and whether yeah, that be yeah. stuff like, uh, for example, the Harvey Weinstein thing. It yep. just takes one big name takes to, one, yeah. to step out and then everyone else comes out of the woodwork. Yep. I would say comes out of the woodwork. It sounds a bit condescending. But they, but everyone comes out to yep. Yep. finally take their chance yep. to go, yep. you know what. Um, so the more you hear about it, the more like, oh, you kind of feel like, well, maybe she's in her rights to uh, pursue what she's doing, especially if it's all about contractually make just making a point. Mm. Um I don't I, I, I don't. I don't know. I'm not going to take any definitive kind of thing on it, but because um, again, this is something that probably shouldn't have even come out no, exactly in the right. press. Exactly right. Um, now, a, a newsletter from Matthew Baloney. He's a former uh, Hollywood reporter editor. He sends out. He must send out a newspaper. Uh, sorry, a newsletter. Uh, he claims that Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel Studios, is angry and embarrassed over the whole ordeal. Now, Feige was, oh, he says uh, here, Baloney uh, says, Feige is a company man and not prone to corporate showdowns or shouting matches, but I'm told he's angry and embarrassed. Uh, he lobbied Disney against the day and date plan for Black Widow, preferring the big screen exclusivity and not wanting to upset his talent. Of course, Scarlett Johansson's been in the Marvel mm-hmm. films for like mm-hmm. 10 years and she's finally got a chance to get her own movie and yeah. he gets treated yep. like this. Um, Baloney continues, and then when the shit hit the fan, the movie started tanking and Johansson's team threatened litigation. He wanted Disney to make this right with her. So uh, Feige's probably going, come on, Disney, get this sorted. Yeah, or sort he, of from the beginning, he's probably like, don't dump it on there. Yep. Don't dump it on Disney+. Plus. Don't treat the talent like this. And then when it's happened, he's like, fucking sort this out. And now he's angry and embarrassed that it's of, probably that it's all come out yeah, exactly. and that it's at this point. Uh, some insiders are calling it carnage in Hollywood. <laughs> Um, and they're blaming the current CEO of the Walt Disney Company, Bob Chapek, for making these decisions. Um, and people are saying that this never would have happened under the watch of Bob Iger. Probably of course, not. stepped down <laughs> 12 months ago. So, yeah. Probably wouldn't have. Um, insiders told The Wrap that Iger is mortified with what's happening right now. Of course. How long, how long till he comes back? Oh, God. I know, he's, he's come back a couple, couple of times. He's come back he? a couple of times. Yeah. He came back during the pandemic. Um, to sort shit out, and he's still there, I believe, on the board. Um, but obviously, Bob Chapek's making the shots. Um, there was Chapek's background. He was he, marketing. Wasn't he, he was like head of marketing and commerce or something yeah. with the Disney parks. Yeah. So he was like merchandising essentially yeah. at Disney parks. Yeah. So they've got. Uh, whereas Bob Iger comes from a um, from a history of working. On the production side, so you've got so you've got a creative as opposed to yeah, a salesman. Exactly right. So they've got a salesman running the company yep. now who just yep. sees dollars. Yep. Now I'm sure, obviously, Bob Iger would have just seen is someone who would have seen dollars and would have known where to go to get the money. Mm. But he was making his decisions on a creative standpoint as opposed to this guy who seems like he's just going fuck. Let's just make the money. Yeah, exactly. And doesn't give a shit what's happening. He's probably he probably gets paid big bonuses to make probably. money. <laughs> well, Bob Iger was getting some huge bonuses last year um, after the Disney buy and the Marvel yeah, but they're stuff. obviously but going this ab- guy going about getting their bonuses yeah, in different ways. Exactly right. Um, and then you find that with a lot of companies over the last ten or fifteen mm, ten or fifteen years, yeah, they turn to accountants to run the company. Yeah, it's, nuts. And it's not necessarily the best we, way for the company see, to run. See with Warner Brothers who don't. 
who haven't been taking their director's visions on board. Yeah, that's just right. Just been doing whatever yeah. they making financial yeah. decisions, not creative ones. So yeah, it's all a bit. It's about the 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 rap notes that it's an open secret in Hollywood that Disney executive chairman Bob Iger and CEO Bob Chapek have been estranged for months dating back to the very start of last year's pandemic. Now the consequences of that estrangement are becoming clear. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, it's going to get messy before it gets any better. Oh, yeah. Because Bob Iger, now there are people who um, uh, don't particularly like what he what he's done with the company. I think what he did with the company has been fantastic. Um, and... Um, I was going to say, his his decisions were always about keeping people happy. I guess like Kevin Feige, a company man. Mm. Bob, I, uh, Bob Iger ran the Pixar buyout and it was his job to fix the relationship with Steve Jobs after oh, okay. he and Pixar fell out. So Iger had to go in and patch things up with Steve Jobs to then buy out the company. Mm. Um, and his whole thing has been about building relationships and keeping people happy and you know, that relationship with George Lucas to buy out Star Wars and the relation, to, you know, to buy out Marvel, all that stuff. Um, Chapek, Chapek's just coming in and fucking, fucking it all up. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll follow that one. We'll keep following yeah. that one. But there seems be, like, it does be interesting to see what happens with Yeah, that it one, seems yeah. like there's been a bit of fallout out of that. And, and who, and who else comes out of the woodwork, exactly so right. to speak? Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Wow. Um, another one here, uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> Some movie that's come. Remember Clifford the Big Red Dog? I, I used to read the books when I was a kid. as like a dog, like a massive red dog, and he lived on the oh, roof of a house or something. Oh, oh, vaguely. I don't know if I ever read them or I, maybe, I don't know, but I think it was a cartoon as well, maybe. It's a big red dog lived on a house. Uh, it was due for cinemas in September 17 this year, and it was set to debut at the Toronto International Film Festival with a gala presentation. Uh, the film's now being delayed. Paramount has removed it from their release schedule, and. Um, uh, E1, who Entertainment One, who's the distributor over in the UK, has removed it from the Toronto International Film Festival. Oh. Um, not a huge film, but apparently early word is that it's not bad, even though it looks pretty awful. Um, but this is the first domino to fall in what's probably going to be another whole slate of movies that are being delayed. Apparently the film's complete, it's ready to go, it's all done. It's not like it's been delayed because of production issues. It's ready to go. So this, they reckon, is that first mm. piece that's going to fall. And as we've seen with Venom, uh, studios might be a little bit hesitant, reluctant now with what's going on. Yeah, exactly right. Um, Deadline says Paramount Pictures has curbed the planned September 17 release of the film. It is completed and there's good early tracking. How with families feeling less likely to go uh, to theatres, Paramount is looking for a new US release date. So there you go. Mm. It's going to be interesting. Again, we could have a whole bunch of delays. Expect it, yeah. I think. Here's something that got me fired up a little bit during the week. Uh, there's been a bit of discourse surrounding this one um, online, on Twitter and everything. As this new film that's coming out, I'm completely opposed to this movie. I have been for a long time. Um, it's a film called Blonde. It's a fictional bio biopic um, based on the life of Marilyn Monroe. Uh, it's based on a book, a novel called Blonde, uh, which is, um, it posits itself as a fictional biography of Marilyn Monroe. But essentially, it's written like a tabloid slander piece. Oh, God. Um, and it is a, it's a text that is critically, well, it, 
not critically, it's a tank that is fairly reviled by fans of of, of Marilyn mm. and of historians right. who have been doing a lot of work over the last 20 years to try and um, fix things that this book have done to damage her reputation right. and whatever else. Um, you hear all these rumours and stuff about Marilyn Monroe, misconceptions people might have about her. A lot of it stems from this original, from this book that was published like the early 2000s, I think. Mm. There's already been a miniseries about it. It's awful, dreadful. What's the miniseries? It's called Blonde. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. the miniseries like two or three, I think it's like two-parter. One of those ones I used to do with those like two two-hour movies. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really yeah. bad. Again, that's something that fans and historians really don't like because even though even though from the top it's this is a fictionalised account, it takes two seconds to read that and then four hours to watch the movie, or it takes two seconds to read the thing at the beginning of the book that says this is a this is a uh, this is fictional, but then it might take a month to read the rest of the book. Mm. So by the time you got to the end of the book, you've forgotten about reading. Oh, this is fictional, and you, you might take it at face value. Yeah. Um. So this is a movie. Australian director Andrew uh, Dominic is behind this one. He directed Chopper. One of the greatest Australian films of all time, and he also directed uh, the assassination the, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Mm. Both terrific movies. Good films. Both two of my favourite movies. I've yeah. watched Assassination of Jesse James multiple times. I really? love it. I haven't watched that for years. Love it. Years. Um, so, what happened with this is that he's been trying to shop it around Hollywood for a long time. Um, Naomi Watts was attached to it over a decade ago. Photos came out of her dressed as Marilyn um, like ten years ago, I and she was set. Yeah, she was set to do it. They made a big thing about mm. it. This is happening. Fell apart. Jessica Chastain then came. Like maybe a few years later, they were like Jessica Chastain's yep. going to star in it now. Fell apart again. Red flags. Why is this production yeah. falling apart? <laughs> Last year, Netflix has picked it up. Holy shit! Yeah, Netflix has bought out Blonde. Uh, Anna de Armas uh, is going to star in it. As Marilyn, she looks great. I didn't put a picture in there, but she looks great. Again, I love Andrew Dominic's work, and I think Anna de Armas looks fantastic. I think she would be a good, uh, a good uh, actress to portray Marilyn. But again, the, the the source material that's been used for this movie is what I have an issue, an issue with. Yeah. And it seems that Netflix may not have done their research on this project. Oh, really? Yes, because Variety reported earlier last week that Netflix's upcoming Marilyn Monroe film Blonde is being delayed until at least 2022. <sighs> it's come out during the week. Now, this came from a Twitter account called Armus Updates, which is sort of like a fan <laughs> account of Arna de Armus. So, how much uh, we how how much we can actually take from this? Um, what I'm saying is take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, but knowing what I know about the novel and about the original miniseries and about all the shit that this book was about. Portrays, yeah. It seems, it seems pretty legit. There's also industry insiders who are kind of coming out and going, yeah, this is fairly legit. I will put a warning here because there is some, <laughs> um, I, and I, I, I do mean this in the most respectful way, and so there might be some trigger words in here. There might be some themes that we touch on now that maybe – a uh, bit heavy for some people, so just a warning at the beginning there. Um, but this Armus updates notes that, according to industry insiders, Netflix was absolutely horrified 
by the sexually graphic final cut of Blonde submitted by director Andrew Dominic. They want a new version. Dominic doesn't. Uh, explains that the delayed, uh, which explains the delayed release of the film. Netflix wanted a Beatty Awards player instead of an obtuse art house film. They elaborated further in another tweet, which has since been deleted, by the way. Um, as it stands, Blonde is a sexually graphic depiction of Munro. Netflix was absolutely horrified by the cut that Dominic submitted to them, which includes a rape scene and bloody menstrual cunning lingus. <laughs> Uh, Jeez, they want they want a new version of the film and Dominic doesn't. Uh, the cut Netflix saw caught them completely off guard. They were under the impression this was an Oscar player when in fact it was this vague, obtuse art house film. God. Not sure what they expected from Dominic. God. Now this book notoriously um, one of the passages in the book rattles off a list of a list of names of presumed sexual partners. Oh of Marilyn Monroe, God. there's graphic sex scenes in it, um, there's a threesome scene in it, there's a scene where a studio head forces her to do things in a in the, essentially the casting couch thing. Yep. Um, a lot of this stuff, um, it's just it's a really disrespectful text. And my problem with it is why the fuck are you – adapting this source again mm. when this is going to be a lot of people are going to watch it and take it at face value exactly right and the damage the book did the damage that the previous miniseries did and that historians have trying to out like fucking fix for the last de- like 20 years is just going to get all unraveled again with this production and some people have suggested well andrew dominic there's so many people who are Championing this film, Andrew Dominic is this person who demystifies um, these figures. You know, he turned Chopper into sort of a, I don't know what you say, a, a, cult, cult, hero. a cult hero, yeah. Yep. Um, and he tried to demystify the legend behind Jesse James and he's done all these other projects that kind of do this. My thing is, if you're going to demystify... Do it on I, truth. Do it on the truth and not do it. There are yeah. at least, I could list at least a half a dozen sources that you could use that demystify the legend of Marilyn Monroe without the untruths. Yeah. And I've read some pretty heavy bi- biographies. She didn't have an easy life. She had a very, very hard life. Um, and there's like a lot of great sources that really delve into her as a person as opposed to a legend, without throwing in all these, like, false fucking yeah. rumours or fucking just making up bullshit mm. whatever. So my problem is, if you want to do that, fucking pick one of those other sources instead of this one. Um, but there's so many people defending this. Really? So many people defending it. Like, let the director have his vision. Let him do He just wants to tell this great story about this person. Well, tell, if you're going to tell, tell a great story like that, mm. don't make it about Marilyn. Make it about oh, a yeah. fictional character. Well, the thing with the blonde novel is that from memory, it doesn't – I know a lot of the characters, they, they change the name, but it's obvious who they're talking about. Yeah. Um, so that I don't have an issue with. Yeah. But, if, but if they're using her name and, yeah, yeah, and exactly stuff right. as attached to yeah. the film – as you said, people are going to watch that yeah. and take it, take it at face value and think every, that all happened. And the other big issue is that they are depicting scene allegedly, according to this tweet that's come from his Armus updates, um, they're depicting scenes of sexual um, assault, mm. which 
Maryland, there was a history there with yep. sexual assaults. Yep. And they're going to, oh, this person, de- depict the, like a real-life incident on screen mm. is just really yeah. like trashy to me. It's just trash. Um, so a lot of obviously the Maryland fans and most other people are like, yeah, this, is all, this should you. not happen. Like my tweet was like, when I heard that this was delayed, my tweet was like, good, just cancel it. Don't release this. Yeah. This is awful. But everyone, I was like, no, no, release it because Andrew Dominic and oh, he's kind of great. Again, great filmmaker. Yep. Oh, let him have his say. And I would usually be on the side that's like, yes, let the director have his vision. Let him put out his film. But when it's something like this, I can't stand behind it. Mm. And knowing this and having known about this text for 10, 15 years, the amount of time I guess I've studied Marilyn Monroe and her life and her, her career, it just really does not sit well with me. I don't like it. Um, yeah, I think oh, – look, I think the, he's got a right to make the film. Yeah. But don't don't put it out as being truth. Well, see – and, and don't attach her name to it. Well, see, that's the thing. We don't know what spin he's going to put on it. Well, that's We right. don't know. I assume he's probably going to put a thing at the beginning that says this is not true. Like, I don't want to say anything about the director's vision. We really don't know. No, I don't want to say right. anything that's wrong. Like, he could put a nice spin on it and it could be like, well, he is – a more truthful whatever. But then my issue is if you're going to do that and tell a more truthful spin, use a different source. Use a proper source, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. So the other thing that's come out of this, the question is, why didn't Netflix do their research? It's a completely different different argument altogether is like this is such a... But they've got a history of just throwing money at shit. Exactly right. They just throw the money at shit and think, oh, well, we'll get the money back. Not a problem. And they do. Yeah. Another well, that's debatable. Well, yeah. Another industry well, another industry insider is saying that the script is essentially the book. So there is no way that Netflix could have read the script and passed it and known about the book and it's almost like they've gone They've gone, Oh, who's attached to it? Yeah, Andrew Dominic, Marilyn oh, Monroe, yeah. Anna De Armas. Oh yeah, ah. it's gotta be a winner. Greenlight it. Yeah. And then they've done no research and then looked at the cut and gone for Fucking hell. Mm. Oh, shit. What do we got? Again, yeah. all of this is alleged. Well, okay, how much we want to read into this is all alleged, but this is what it's sounding like at the moment. Jesus. It's <laughs> pretty heavy stuff. That is, it is a bit like, yeah, as I said, it's got the right to make the film, but don't – it's got to be done properly and it's got to – the, the source material's got to be right. And if he wants it to be taken as truthful, mm. make it truthful. Well, yeah, exactly right. Don't make it, don't make it mm. you know, out of tabloid, yeah. tabloid stories that went around. Mm. Yeah, it's, um, it's tough because it's, it's like, because then the other issue is this, was, this has been, this project has fallen apart years Several and years times. and years. Naomi Watts has been on the record yeah. saying it was a dark film. Yeah. Um, so the thing is now we're in this position where the film has been made and if there's truth to this rumour about whatever's happening with Netflix is how did Netflix allow this to be made in the first place yeah. if they're going to be horrified with it after they've seen yeah. the final yeah, cut. Yeah, exactly. They've obviously not read it. They've just seen who's attached. Yeah. I thought, oh, let's throw some money in it. Yeah. It'll be great. Well, if this report is true, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, But then, again, another thing is like, why put these actors through something that's so hard, so heavy, film these mm, scenes mm. and then go at the end, oh, yeah, no, we can't put this out. I don't know. It's such a yeah, – Good on, good on you know, people like um, Naomi Watts for jumping off. 
Well, yeah. Well, again, we don't know why or how, yeah. but we can only speculate. Can only as make, to, yeah, that's right. Make those assumptions as to what's going on, as to why she jumped off. Yeah, it's tough. Anyway, so I was copying a bit of heat on this over Twitter, and I'm shit. sort of a bit looking forward to seeing what they do with it. To be honest, well, I'm curious to watch it. I won't. I'm sure. I don't know. I'm sure I probably won't enjoy it, but I will go in with an open mind and see what they're doing with this. Yeah. Uh, but again, I'm not impressed with the source material they've chosen. And if um, these reports are uh, correct, are correct, um, I I think I'm not going to be impressed with this. But mm. we'll see. Again, this is as someone who's been a fan of her for a long time and has read a lot about her and uh, understands a lot of the um, the stigmas that are attached to her yep. and her image stuff she struggled with throughout her lifetime mm. as well and tried to get away from. It's one of the first. Um, female producers in history to start her own production company because yeah. she was not being taken seriously right. in Hollywood as an actor, performer, as a sex symbol. So then for something like this to be out uh, where she can't defend herself, that was the big thing with the book, was like publish something like that when this person's not around to defend themselves mm. is like in bad taste. So anyway, we'll see what happens with that one. Again, this could all be bullshit. It could be all, I don't want to get in trouble for saying anything that's untrue. It's all speculation, all based on these tweets from Armus Updates. And again, they've deleted that tweet, so yeah, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Well, exactly. Yeah, but I did. I copped a lot of hate from people on Twitter who were like, "Yeah, you're wrong." I was like, "No, my issues." People were coming to me like, "Let's. How about we just don't judge movies before they come out?" And I, I was like, "Well, I don't usually, and I'm not judging the film. I'm mm. not judging the the creator. I'm not judging the artistic. I'm not art, judging the film as a piece of art. I'm judging the source material that's being used for this movie." Yeah, and that's my issue with it. Yeah, and that's why I wouldn't want to see something like this come out if they're going to do it in this way. Uh, but yeah, people were like, someone posted something about oh, some director of you know, some crap about um, oh, this director just wants to make a truthful retelling and demystify the legend. And I was like, yeah, by using a tabloid journalism fucking source that paints um, someone's sexual abuse as them being a harlot or whatever, and yeah. then all the, someone comes on and goes ratio which is this thing that people do on Twitter where they will post a tweet and ratio it so pe- more people will like the ratio tweet than the actual tweet. So then all these film bros, as you'll call them, jumped on and were like liking the ratio tw- tweet. I'm thinking, you know. <laughs> anyway, so there we go. We'll follow that and we'll see what happens with that, but I'm not impressed as it is at the moment uh, if, if, this is all, if this is all true. But we'll, um, we'll see it and we'll... If it comes out. If it comes out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, reserve our judgment. Yeah, let's look at there's a, there's a couple of other interesting stories here. South Park. Do you like South Park? I have never watched the full episode of South no. Park. No. Um, and I actually I remember having a discussion with my older brother. Yeah, because he loves it. Because he loves it. Yeah. Um, I can I can listen to it. Yeah. But I could never watch the animation. Yeah. I never I never enjoyed the animation. Mm. For some reason, it just didn't. It just didn't. The audio, the the audio of it didn't match the, yeah, didn't match the um, art style. Uh, or the yeah, the the animation style animation, for yeah. me, and it just didn't never really gel with me. So I've mm-hmm. never really watched a full episode. Mm. Um, I've watched bits and pieces here and there, and I get a lot of the, you know, a lot of the in jokes with yeah, Cartman yeah. being killed nearly every episode. Kenny, and sort of, oh Kenny, being killed nearly <laughs> every every second episode or whatever it is, and. Mm. And you know, Mr. Hanky and all those sorts yeah, of things. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm not a I'm not a huge South Park fan. Did you know it's still going? 
No, we didn't. Still going. 24 seasons are up to now. Just kept trying to catch the Simpsons. Yeah. Um, oh I watched a little bit of it when I was a kid. I was probably too young to be watching it. <laughs> I, I, don't, I didn't know that. <laughs> really? I'm sure you did. No. I think, I know, I think Steve actually gave me some DVDs or something of it at one point. Um, <laughs> and I watched it. I'm not sure if I ever really liked it or whether I was just enjoying it because I probably shouldn't have been watching it. Probably. <laughs> and I don't know if you remember this. You probably don't remember this, but there's one of the very early episodes, one of the character one of the other characters starts calling someone a dildo. Yeah, I do remember that. And I called you a dildo one yeah. day. You were like, what the, hang on. <laughs> I, do, the fuck? <laughs> Must, yeah, I was probably like eight or yeah. nine or some shit. I called you a dildo. You're like, what? Where did you hear that? I was like, South Park. I didn't know. I didn't know what was going on. I just thought it was funny. It's getting called a funny name. <laughs> So I do. Go. I do. There's yeah. yeah there you funny go. things I remember. I yeah. do remember that. So um, anyway, Bloomberg reported. Bloomberg news outlet reported that the creators of South Park have signed a new deal with Viacom CBS that will pay them more than nine hundred million dollars over the next six years, which is one of the richest deals in TV. Pardon me. Ooh, hiccup in TV history. One hundred and fifty million a year. Yeah. Now, Viacom have come oh out. Oh, my God. Viacom have put out a press release and they detailed what this deal encompasses. It's a new and expansive deal with MTV Entertainment Studios, which encompasses the following distribution. They're going to make uh, more series exclusively for Comedy Central over in the States, and they're going to go up to season 30, at least up to season 30 under this deal. So, again, I said we're up to season 24 now, so that means they're, they're doing another six seasons at least. Um, which will just about catch up to The Simpsons, although The Simpsons will probably keep going. Um, and this is the weird part of the deal. They're going to make 14 South Park original made-for-streaming movies for Paramount+, Plus. Jeez. two of which will be coming out this year. God. <laughs> 14. Fucking hell. Jeez, I'd be throwing some people at it to get it made. Yeah. Jeez. God. There you go. $900 million. They have enough money there to... Yeah, a lot start of money. a new studio. Yeah. Well, not quite, but you know what I mean? Well, they're probably expensive to make too. Yeah, probably. They would be really expensive because well, the amount you, of staff involved. I'm sure it used to be all handmade. I'm sure it was all... I'm not sure. I can't remember. I'm sure it's probably all digital now, but I'm sure the original seasons were actually mm. like stop animation with like cutouts and stuff. Really? I could be wrong. Maybe it's just what it looked like, but uh-huh. I'm sure it was all like fairly handmade. No idea. Um, I suppose the animation's pretty... Basic. Yeah. So I suppose it wouldn't be that difficult to make it. Yeah. Really? In comparison, yeah, Yeah. to most other things, yeah. Yeah. I think that's why they're on a pretty fast turnaround with stuff. Like a lot of the references in their shows are really, really relevant. Mm. Like something might happen in the news and then you see a reference to it in South Park like two or three weeks later. Oh, shit. Like they're real fast turnaround on it. Yeah. Viacom have said, May and Trey, uh, May. Matt and Trey are world class creatives who brilliantly use their outrageous humor to skewer the absurdities of our culture. And we are excited to expand and deepen our long relationship with them to help fuel Paramount Plus and Comedy Central. Uh, this is uh, Chris McCarthy, President and CEO of MTV Entertainment and uh, CCO of Adult Entertainment at Paramount Plus. Franchising marquee content like South Park and developing new IP with tremendous talent like Matt and Trey is at the heart of our strategy to continue growing Paramount Plus. So you go, people out there like South Park, you've fucking mm. got a shitload of it coming over the next few years. I'm not particularly interested in South Park, but that's a pretty big deal. 
It's huge. I thought we'd uh, we'd, we'd touch on that it's one. It's a huge here. deal, isn't it? Yeah. Didn't do a cartoon news on it. I don't know how well South Park content would do on my channel, so I just bypassed that. But there you go. We talked about it anyway. Mm. Um, here's something interesting. Star Wars, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel. Have you heard about this one? No, I haven't. It's a hotel that's going to open at Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. Um, oh, actually, I have, I've heard about it. Yeah. This, this is the, the, the description that's come from Disney. Uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is a revolutionary new two-night experience where you are the hero. You and your group will embark on first-of-its-kind Star Wars adventure that's your own. It's the most immersive Star Wars story ever created, one where you live a bespoke experience and journey farther into a Star Wars adventure than you ever dreamed possible. Arrive at the Walt Disney Resort Terminal, board a launch pod and rendezvous with a magnificent Halcon Star Cruiser, Halcyon Star Cruiser. Uh, Stay in a cabin or suite with an exquisite view of space. Throughout the ship, you'll interact with an eclectic collection of characters, sit down to uh, exotic galactic cuisine, and perhaps even plot a secret mission together. As the itinerary continues, you'll take the story farther and deeper. Choose your path. Seek out the inner workings of the legendary starship. Learn the traditional art of wielding a lightsaber and even jump on a transport to the planet Batu, where your mission continues at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> um, comicbook.com kind of demystifies it a little bit. They say the Galactic Star Cruiser experience is fully immersive, meaning that everyone working, everyone working on the ship... Is uh, they will be in character the entire time guests are on board. Like any normal cruise, there's a detailed itinerary of all the events throughout the experience. Some of these events are considered story moments, which will deal directly with the resistance and first order. Guests will be taking part in the story and being put quite literally into the universe of Star Wars. Um, lightsaber training, sub arc lessons, training on the bridge, be a lounge that's available to adults at night. Second day of the experience, we'll see a transport to take guests from the ship to the planet of Batu, which is Galaxy's Edge. Um, each trip on the Galactic Star Cruiser will be completely unique, which makes this experience one of a kind if you want to take the journey. So essentially, it's this completely immersive experience. Yep. All the cast members are in character the entire time. You are essentially locked into this hotel for two nights, three days. Um, Your windows are not windows to the outside world. There's like these huge screens, which looks like you're out in space, so stars and stuff. Um, And then everything is obviously just themed in the hotel and you feel like you're... (laughs) And if you want to get to the park, they take you there on a star cruiser. So you essentially can't like escape your hotel and you get to the park, whatever. Mm, So it's mm. fully... Immersive, as if you're wow. on a starship. Awesome. Sounds fantastic. Yeah, uh, everyone's very excited about it. We know someone who's planning to go there yep. and do it. Um, that's that's what I heard from. Yeah, heard about this was actually a couple of days before they announced the prices. So I'd be keen to hear if he's still keen on going <laughs> after after hearing <laughs> these prices here. Uh, so Disney have finally announced the prices for this thing. Here we go. Uh, we've got. Um, oh, I've lost myself on that. There's actually some pictures over on a look at the uh, at the thing. At the start, at the experience here. So you've got um, $4,800 for two adults. Again, keep in mind, this is US. This is US. This is a three-day, two-night experience. All-inclusive, so it's food and everything. It's got your park tickets. It's got your accommodation, all that shit. Um, $4,800 US for two adults. That roughly equates to $6,500 Australian dollars and £3,500. Um, if you want two, if you've got two adults and one child, it's five thousand three hundred dollars US, 
which roughly equates to $7,150 Australian and about £3,800. If you have three adults and one child, it's $6,000 US, which equates to about $8,100 Australian and £4,300 My God. Very expensive. You consider it, though. Yeah, yeah. I really want to do it. But that's extortionate. Oh, yeah, probably. Once you then factor in flights to America. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. A couple of grand. Particularly if you're talking about an adult and a child. So 2,400 per adult for two nights. Um, That's an expensive hotel. Yeah. But it also has your park tickets. It's got your food. So twelve hundred, twelve hundred bucks a night. What's the park worth a day? Like a, like a hundred fifty dollars, like two hundred. It's probably more now. Two hundred bucks for a park hopper, maybe, maybe so more. That brings it down to about what's that? Brings it down to um, about a thousand bucks. Fewer accommodation transfers mm. across the park, all that sort of shit. Mm. Eh, it's not overly expensive, mm. I don't think. It's not cheap, obviously. No. It's not over the top. It could, could they could have charged more? Oh, of course they could, and people still would have done it. Um, but mind you, when when we look at that, and that, that equates to you know, was that six and a half thousand Aussie dollars? Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, oh, yeah. So I mean, <laughs> that's just for two that's adults. You throw a child in there; it's over seven grand. Yeah. Um, and someone else pointed out that the pricing that they put up now is for off peak. <laughs> that's off peak. That's off peak. Oh So when it comes to like holiday season and they release Shit. the next prices, they will be a lot more than They'll that. They'll be at least fifty percent above that. Yeah. So that four thousand eight hundred will become about seven grand. Mm. That's why. That's what someone pointed out to me. Anyway, Ooh. I didn't dig into it, so I could be wrong. But someone was like, "Yeah, these are off. These are off date. The dates that they have announced the prices for are off peak." So whether they do change or not, who knows? But probably knowing Disney. If you were a huge Star Wars, fan, oh yeah, and I know people who are going to be doing it. Well, so if, if Michael, if Michael travels and sit, because he used to be a huge Star Wars fan. Oh yeah, because he, um, when the first one came out, mm. I think. And he'll correct me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think he actually went and saw it nearly every week for about a year or so. When this it first is 1977, out. though. Don't yeah. forget, it's probably fifteen cents a ticket. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, a far no, cry. That's, that's right. <laughs> and the, the, you know, that was you know, it was the most. Yeah. Um, what would you call it? Advanced film yeah, of its yeah. time, I suppose, mm. at the time. Um, so if he if he was one to consider stepping. Out of the country, yeah, <laughs> and go to America. <laughs> um, he he would probably do it. I would think. Yeah, he well, was I a know. huge fan. I was speaking to someone yesterday who's definitely doing it. Said spoke spoke to their partner, and the partner was like, "I can do it. Book it in." And again, we spoke to someone the other day who said that they were planning to go. Mm. They're probably going to go. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but people will fucking do this, and this thing is going to be booked out for ages. I can almost guarantee it now. Mm. Um, I suppose it's one. Really I suppose cool. one one way. Guaranteeing you get into the Star Wars, Star Wars rides in the park. Wow, that's the thing. Well, I don't know. I didn't look that far into it, but whether it guarantees you onto those rides because oh, people it would have to. Who knows? It would you have think to think guarantee. So, yeah. It would have to guarantee because a lot of those hotels do come with like like magic, what they call like the magic pass or something, where you get to the front of the line in front of everyone. Yeah, I think yeah, I don't right. know. So you'd have to if you're staying at the Star Wars hotel, they'd have to guarantee you a spot on those rides. Surely, yeah. Attraction, sorry, yeah. <laughs> You'd want it to. Yeah. Um, Although if that's off peak, you might. Oh, no, you probably 
still wouldn't get it, be able to walk up. No. When we went off peak, we were able to walk up to almost everything and get mm. on pretty quickly. Yeah. But I think it's probably different now. Yeah, particularly with Star Wars, it'd be yeah, different. Yeah, apparently the lines at Star Wars, the Galaxy's Edge have been horrendous. Um, but yeah, it looks pretty cool. It's funny, I tweeted that out and I was like, oh my God. I was like, yikes, look at these mm. prices. And then Alicia, who's never comments on my Twitter or anything, she's like, this is the best news I've heard all day. It's like, why? <laughs> and she's like, oh, it's because that means you won't want it, we won't be staying there. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, but that does look very cool, and it's something I would love to do, but it's a lot of money. Mm. Yeah. People have been oh. quoting Jurassic Park. There's a line in Jurassic Park where they're deciding on the park tickets, and um, it's like some extortionate price, and um, uh, Richard Attenborough's character, which is named the guy that runs the park, says, I should know some of my favourite movies. Says, I've blanked out. Um, he says, he's like, he's like, well, why should we be charging them this much to be seeing the dinosaurs? You know, why should we charge them this much to come to the park? And then one of the lawyers is like, ah, oh, we'll do a coupon day or something. <laughs> Everyone's just quoting that scene. <laughs> so uh, there you go. That's um, that's all the news from this week. Quite yeah. a bit there. Uh, we're wow. running low on time. Big we don't... news. Big news day. It wasn't a big news week. day. New big news week. Um, but we're running under two hours at the moment, which is good. We've got, only got a couple of questions in this week. I didn't put any floaters out this week because there's a lot to cover. Uh, but we do have a couple of things that have come in. So let's um, let's take them and then we'll round the show out. Oh, oh mate, Blake. Oh, yeah, Blake. In Queensland. Queensland. Blake Eisen. G'day, Blake. How Hello. Hope it's all going well up there. Hello. Uh, g'day, guys, he says. Hello. Hope all is well in Vic. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't until last oh, night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brisbane, as you know, is in lockdown at the moment. We feel your pain, yeah, mate. Yeah, man. No one feels it more than mm-hmm. we do. So I've got a lot of time on my hands outside of work. As you know, I'm looking to kickstart my own uh, reviewing gig. Wait, was this the one he wrote in last week? I don't remember reading it. Oh, no, I read it to you. I've read it to you at the table. We didn't oh, read right, this okay. on the pod. Yeah, yep, 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 go. I'm looking to kickstart my own reviewing gig, etc., and I'm going to use this time to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering what platform do you guys think would be best to go with? You, uh, YouTube seems so oversaturated nowadays, mm. so what do you reckon? Keep up the great work. Cheers. Thanks, Blake. Such a, it's a loaded question. It's a big question, isn't it? YouTube's definitely saturated. I feel like very I, saturated. I, particularly even in the five years I've been doing it, the, the amount of people that have jumped on in that time is enormous. Yep. And you see a lot of people just aren't getting traction. Mm. And I struggle to get traction at some points. It's really tough space. It's like even some of those. Um, you were just talking the other or yesterday, day before mm. about how you were do you know for those um, for uh, what's it called. Um, Random space media and stuff, oh, yeah. and and how not not so much them, but others mm. others others you do that they're now getting quite saturated and, oh, yeah, and there's, there's a lot, lot of people re- reviewing stuff. For yeah, them yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of these were the first one to sort of start. yeah, a lot of the distributors. Oh, what wasn't necessarily the first for, one? Well, there's one maybe of, a couple of people yeah. doing them, and then now you see so many people who yeah. have obviously after you know a few of us have been doing them. Yeah, it's so many people jumped on, yeah. and you see so many people advertising these distributors. Yeah. Um. On on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and it's got to the point now where um, some of the distributors, again, I won't name names, but some of them are scaling back on how much they're able to offer. Yeah. I think because so many people they're are now wanting further. them. Yeah. So the the offerings that I'm getting are a little bit thinner now than they yeah. would have been. Yeah. Um. But you know whatever yeah, exactly. they get their brand out there a bit more. But yeah. But um. 
it's tough because even Instagram is saturated and it's really fucking hard to get any kind of traction on Instagram because that's so algorithm-based and it's worse than YouTube, they reckon, yeah. the algorithm on Instagram. Oh, okay. um, Twitter, fucking hard to get any out there. I don't know. I'd just say pick whatever pick, platform. Pick one and just go for it. Yeah, because I've, I've found it so hard to cross-platform. All my focus goes on YouTube. I, I post on Instagram, I post on Twitter, but I never just... I don't devote so much time to either of those platforms because I just know mm. that I'm not getting anywhere on them. Uh, pick, pick TikTok. Like. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> just take your pick and just fucking roll with it and yeah, stick to exactly it. Yeah, exactly right. It's hard to sort of it's hard. advise which way to go because they're all different and mm. and they're all, they're all pretty saturated these days. And it's days. so much luck. Yeah. There's an Australian reviewer who only just started doing, or Australian content creator rather, who's just started doing videos maybe a year or so ago. And he um, was just doing smaller movie reviews and stuff and then did a couple of, um, like, editorial videos and fucking exploded. Mm. It's like 30,000 subs. He was only on a couple of thousand a couple of months ago. Yeah. But it's a similar thing that happened to me. You know, I went from 6,000 to, like, 30, 40, 50,000 subs in the space of, like, 12 months. Yeah. So it's just that just that one thing just needs to take off yeah, and you exactly. explode. Exactly. Um, and this other guy. Patrick Burrow is his name. I was speaking to him and just like, man, it's crazy. Because someone tried to call him out on Twitter. It was like, this guy's been buying views and this is no, there's no way you can be this successful so quickly. And I was like, well, hang on, actually. I, <laughs> I was like, I actually, uh, this happened to me. And it's just one of those things yep. where it just happens. Yeah. It's just one of those random things that the algorithm goes, oh, this is doing all right. Let's give it to everyone. Yeah. And then you fucking explode. You have that little burst. Yeah. And he reached out to me. He's like, thank you for... But that because mm. idiots like trying to tarnish me. Even he was like, I can't, I can't believe what's happening. Mm. Um, so there is still a chance that you can get in there yeah. and just you just just work your ass off and yeah. just hope that's going to happen at some point. Yeah, and try different things. Well, it's it's, it's a lot of hard work too. Like you've been yeah, at yeah. it for what five five years five now, years? just over five years, and yeah. you're approaching a hundred thousand subs now yeah. on YouTube. Mm. But trying to cross cross into you know any other platforms mm. just doesn't work. No. Um, so yeah, so pick your platform and just and just work at it, and it's not going to happen overnight. Mm. Whatever, in works, most whatever works for you. Yeah. What, whatever. You, you, yeah. Whatever you find easiest. YouTube works for me because I don't want to get hampered to just doing like reviews. I want. I like doing the editorials. I like doing the little documentary pieces. Uh, whatever else. Um, but if you uh, just want to do like little 20 second reviews, pick Instagram or TikTok. Or if you just want to do like written blog pieces, start a blog and start posting on Twitter or whatever. Just pick what you think is right for you and go with it because any of them is really just a gamble. And it's just waiting for that moment where it yeah. spikes. Yeah, I've seen right. a lot of people who are on like two, three, four thousand subscribers and they've been stuck there for like five years. Yeah. Because they don't take risks. Well, that was you for the first. Few couple yeah. of years. Well, because I never took it. It took forever. I wasn't taking it seriously for a while, yeah. a few years. And then once I took it more seriously, started doing different things, yeah. started playing around. I saw these people who are like, how come I don't have any growth? You're like, mm. I'm on like 2,000 subscribers and I've been on 2,000 subscribers for three, four years. Why aren't I growing? And look at their content. It's just review, review, yeah. review. People don't watch reviews. No. I'm, my reviews don't even get views. No, that's right. Um, well, you know, big views. Yeah. Um, comparatively to my other stuff. Do different things. Experiment. That's what it's about. Just yeah. try. If it's, that's not working, don't keep doing it. Mm. First, anyway. and, first and foremost, if you're going to do it, Blake, do it Do it 
for your own enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Don't yeah, go yeah. into something like this thinking you're going to make a, make a yeah, living exactly. out of it. Because if it fails, you know, mm. and you don't make a living out of it, well, then you just destroy yourself. Yeah, exactly right. You know, so do it. Do it because you want to do it and you enjoy doing it, mm. and you're doing it for the fun of it, really. Yeah, exactly. And hope at the hope and hope at the some stage you'll be able to, you know, make a living out of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's it. It takes. It fun. just takes. It just takes forever. It takes a lot of time, a lot of work, a lot of dedication. You know, like you, Dave works. Jesus, 10, 12 hours every day. Fun. Almost every day, seven <laughs> days a week. Um, and uh, really, was it last Saturday you took a day off? Yeah. Last um, it was the first first real day off, he'd, full day he'd had off for in months. Ages. Months. Even like even days when we go out, like we go to football or something. Yeah. You'll work, you know, if it's an afternoon game, you'll work in the morning, or if mm. it's a night game, you'll work through the day and then go to the football, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. So. Just pick your mm-hmm. pick your pick your platform, and um, and just work at it. Yeah. That's all you can say. Mm. You know, I can't really say whether one platform is better than the next because it's not. Yeah, and start now. Yeah. Don't keep putting it don't, off. Just don't start now. Prognosticate about it. Because the it. longer you put it off, the yep. the more it's going to get saturated. Yeah, exactly the more you right. just do it. Just fucking do it. Just fucking make something and put it up. Don't give a shit if anyone isn't going to like it, isn't going to watch it. Because to be completely honest, at first. No one's going to watch it, and be and be prepared to be hated and slammed. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly right. Because <laughs> you get you get a lot of that shit. Like it took like I, I say like no one's going to watch it first, but on it that like my it took me a long time to even get like a hundred views on a on a video and say yeah. shit that's so good. Yeah. So just be prepared. To, it's you're not going to drop a video and then expect like thousand of views to flood in. No, that's right. When you first start, exactly, it's, exactly, it takes right. a while. Uh, so just get to it, Blake. Yep. Get on it. Pick your thing and just and go for it. Cool. One more question then. One more from Busted Boiler. Yeah. I don't get this question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you need a special pair of magnetic shoes when you go outside to, av- to avoid falling in the sun? Well, I'm assuming this is probably someone that lives on the other side of the world. Oh, Might okay. be someone from Maybe. the UK or America or Maybe. something who, because we're down under, you know, we're in the bottom of the yeah. earth, we're upside down, yeah. we're magnetic shoes or just falling in yeah. the sun. No. We're all on, we're all on top of the. All yeah. on top of the earth. Yeah. Just rolling around. Yep. Doesn't matter where we are. Yeah. All wearing the same shit. <laughs> Doing the same shit. All gravity, huh? Yep. Keeping us down and keeping us alive. Exactly right. Keeping us out of that pesky old sun. So if that's what you mean, no, we don't need magnetic, big, no. magnetic shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, dear. Yep. Hey, you got anything else to say today? No, I think I'm done. You're done? Just about time for a nap, I think. Oh, yeah. No, it's time to go watch some more Olympics. Oh, no, I can't say that because this is going on Monday and it's finished. Olympics finished now, yeah. But it's not today. No. According to that. (laughs) (laughs) That's the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening or watching, however you are consuming our media. Uh, The podcast goes out every single Monday and all the podcasting platforms. That includes um, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon Music and Audible. Visual Almond's also available to you on YouTube that goes out two days earlier if you want to get that, uh, two patron supporters it does. If you want to get that early access, head over to patreon.com forward slash Under. If you want to write into the show, you can shoot an email to davelypod at gmail.com. If you're listening on podcast platforms, please leave a review and a rating. It helps. Only good ones. Only the good ones. Send us a bad one, we'll hunt you down. Yeah, don't like them. 
YouTube preview this week. Uh, well, actually, over the last few weeks, I've dumped heaps of Space Jam videos. I think people are getting just a little bit over now. Space Jam now. I think it just a little bit. Oh, well. But there's a... I've enjoyed it. There's a bunch of... Well, yeah, it's fucking exploded me over the last yeah, month. Yeah, been good. Good, good month of um, views and stuff. Subs. And if you're watching or listening, get on and sub. Yeah, get on and sub. Do all that on both channels. Yeah. Lots of Space Jam videos over the last few weeks. There's a deleted scenes one I just put up over the week. Um, the Easter egg breakdown from a few weeks ago, my review. My Lola Bunny Evolution video, which I was doing really well as well. There's a voice evolution too you can check out. This last week, I also put up the evolution of Speedy Gonzalez. The voice evolution of Speedy Gonzalez, which is one I've been waiting on. People have been waiting on for ages. This week, I'm going to have the Tasmanian Devil one that's finally going to go up. And then hopefully a review for Free Guy, depending what happens, if I can get a screener or whatever. If not, I just won't be covering it. Um, I also have like a review of the Luca 4K Blu-ray just dropped in the oh, mailbox yes, today. Yes, yes. That'll be going up. And other than that, nothing else because i got to get working on the next evolution. It's written. I just need to make the piece. So hopefully it sh- shouldn't be too far off. And shit will drop. It'll drop, there'll be news, all that kind of stuff. Thanks so much for listening once again. Um, Until next week, take it easy. Stay safe, everyone. Uh, Keep locked down, even though it sucks. Stay home if you can. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. Keep your masks on. So we can eventually get out of this shit. Yeah, get out of here. Don't be a knob and fucking protest and shit. Go and get bloody... Yeah, get your vax if you can, if you're eligible. I'm hearing people are turning up. To get their vax and told, sorry, you're not eligible anymore, go home. Or even though they've been approved. Yeah, like a month earlier. Yeah, sucks, huh? Crazy. Anyway, go do all that stuff. Take it easy. Stay safe. We'll see you on the next one. See you later. See you guys. Take it easy. Take care.